For real? They never prepare me. They never prepare me. They never do. I swear to God, this shit just happened. Jesus Christ, you guys. They're in your face. That, was, that one was new. I knew something was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to be that. When I gave it to you guys, that was incredible. That was good. That was good. I, I grabbed the mic right quick. Let's just try. Let's try to do something on the spot. My man read the He's like, for real? What? I really thought we was going to do it. Oh, you, you, about to hear, you about to hear the pipes. Oh, shit, bro. Normal guy Fucking. in the building, always punctual. Love it. Word. I, because of that, I, have, I now have a question of the day. Perfect. Live on the spot question of the day. What's, well, let's let's go straight. Yeah, let's... let's oh, right, well... Fuck it. With the knuckleheads. That's yeah, yeah. That's Cap. I'm Cab's question. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We're just gonna yo. We out here. We out here, cabs. Oh, some man. bars. Oh, my God. Here we go. Bars. All right. Here we go. Yo. 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 I don't spit. It's Tuesday night. It's comics night. Uh-huh. Knuckleheads in the building and we gon' make it all right. Yep. We got Mondays, Tuesdays, 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 Fridays, then Tuesdays. You don't know what other days the are. Best night of the week. Any day that ends with why, cause we get to speak. Yes. We talking Superman and the DCEU. We gonna tell you what they should really do. Fuck the flash, fuck the Gas fuck the other guys. <laughs> fuck the flash. No. Fuck. Fuck Ezra. Yes. Yes. We love yes. the flash. We love. We the love flash. the flash. Yes. We love the flash. That was great. They never prepare me. I love the bars. Yo, next time I'm gonna write some shit for the bars. All right, got you. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's fucking Tuesday night. Knucklehead Comics, we got Kaz, we got fucking Cap in the building. What's going on, guys? How y'all doing? Good. Happy to be here. I'm always down to talk about Henry fucking Cavill, bro. <laughs> Word. Let's switch up the Marvel stuff for just a bit, even though I'm sure we're going to end up talking about She-Hulk sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. Another day. <laughs> how, how much do you hate She-Hulk? Nah. I, think we could, I think we could finally move on from She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. We're done. We can finally move on. Speaking of question of the day, his live inspiration. Who is y'all's favorite female singer? Ooh. Oh. Damn. It's hard. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard. Damn. So there's just so many that are just good. I mean. I'll give you Sis. two. You can pick two. 
I'm gonna give you two. I'm gonna give you the grandmama. Celia Cruz gotta be up there. You know what I'm saying? Like just for the culture. Um, I I honestly, and this is before the TV show, this is before all the hype. I'm actually a real big fan of Selena. When I, I was young, that. when I was younger, my younger brother and I, we saved our money so that we can buy the tape of Selena. I, Selena was the 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 first real big like celebrity death that I remember like a lot of people talking about. And obviously there's been a lot throughout the years. You got your biggies, you got your pox, but like my mom watches Univision and Telemundo. And that's like, it was airing for days and weeks. I was like, that's all you saw. Like it was constantly playing all the time. So yeah, Selena was a big, Celia Cruz obviously is there. Gloria Stefan, of course, OGs, just OGs. But um, yeah, respect to the old school Celia Cruz, but like my boo is, is Selena. Selena, she has just so much left to give, you know? There was still a lot. Yeah. That translation to English was going to be nuts yep. for her, bro. Yeah, she was one of the first successful transitions from, mm-hmm. from the Spanish music to English. It was going to be like she, like she would have still been around now. Like, yeah. And all these new young ladies would have been looking up to her. Wanted to do music with Selena, like you know, yeah, and and it's hard to call it, you know, people fizzle out, people fade out, but I don't know, man. I think Selena was just like a generational talent. She was a, a nice gap and a bridge to the gap. I mean, a bridge to the gap. I would have loved to seen more of her. My brother, my younger brother, and I was big fans. We used to walk around, we sing that shit, like yeah. Was- oh yeah, I got two of her songs on my on my phone. Yeah, it's funny the the. The song that I like from Selena the most is like, people be like, why that one? Um, it's um, El Chico del Apartamento 512. Um, she just started talking about some dude who lives in her building that she likes. It's like everybody's like, why out of all the songs that one? I don't know. I like the, I like the cadence. I like the rhythm. And I like that. You know, she's just like, she's like all Google Gaga over this guy. She don't know how to act, you know? It's, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a good song. Shit. Uh, for me, uh, Gladys Knight. Well, facts. <laughs> you know, I, I, yo, I don't know what it is about this woman, but she can sing she the phone book. Yeah. yeah, she can sing the phone book, and I would be in tears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's something about her voice that's just like, damn, woman. You know? And then her music, on that midnight train to Georgia. Mm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just a, it's just a vibe. Yeah, it's like it's like that cool. Like you just, just feel good to hear her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when she was on the Mass Singer, I didn't see that that season. But when Cap was like, "Yo, you got to see the B do uh, oh, the chandelier. chandelier." The minute she hit that first note, I said, "That's Gladys Knight." The minute she hit knew. the first, I was like, "That's Gladys Knight." That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, "Nah, you can't hide that voice." <laughs> Not from me. Uh, uh, so my two, one, one pink. Cap, you sound great, bro. Do I? You sound incredible. You sound so it, good. It, it's the new mic that. Uh, Yo, flossing <laughs> over his son, Papa Tags, making sure the kids are doing great. <laughs> so, first one is pink. I've been I've been a fan of Pink since her first fucking song. Love Pink, and I'm 
I'm not gonna lie. I was a fan first because I was a teenage boy, good looking girl, short pink hair, hot like. If but, if if you if you were around during that MTV era, there was a big chance that pink yeah. did things to to you emotionally for sure. Word. Yeah. So, but I I really do love her music. I do listen to almost everything she puts out. And uh, since since I'm sounding good on the new mic, uh, my second pick is. They were nice when the wind was so cold. Yes. Uh, Celine Dion. Yeah. Probably so, the greatest fucking singer ever. So I was going to mention Celine Dion. There is a... What's up, Alina? Yes, Pink is awesome. So there, uh, there's a video where it's like a lot of the OGs. I forgot who was there. I think it was Aretha, Mariah Carey, Gloria Stefan, Celine Dion... And they're all like on stage competing, and Celine Dion is like roasting everybody. And it's just her going back and forth. I think her and Mariah were like really hitting some notes. And, Are and um, Celine is just ah, 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 like, bro, just murdering it. That lady can yeah. sing. Dude, yeah. when the Titanic uh, fucking, when Titanic came out and my heart would go on, I would my aunt had the cd i would sit in the car like 10 extra minutes after everybody left just listening to that song on repeat so, and then go out and do whatever i want out with my uncle is that one of the best like soundtrack songs of all time has to be like movie soundtrack yeah. featured song that shit has to be like top three yo yo connie she's so yeah shaft Pete, Celine is uh, Celine Dion is so nice that she took a joke song called "Ashes" for the Deadpool Two soundtrack and made that like a great fucking song. I actually listened to that song. That song is fucking amazing. You need yeah. talent. You just you need talent to do shit like that. That's what it is. When you Word. have talent, you can joke around like that. You you, you know what was crazy? I believe. Even though this woman had a fucking phenomenal voice, Whitney Houston, if she didn't die so soon, she'd have been up there with with Celine Dion. Yeah, of course, and 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 that's the thing. There's just so many to name. It's just so many badasses, like like female singers, like throughout the years. We can go on, you know. But I mean, bro, Bodyguard probably another great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Movie soundtrack feature song, you know, yeah. crazy. It's crazy. It's I was a, a real song. um, uh, yeah. Well, I was a real uh, low key. I used to like Tony Braxton a lot. My oh, dad yeah. and I, my dad and I liked her a lot. Um, Unbreak my heart. She was like, she was like they Walmart Whitney. Me again. She was, she was like Whitney from Wish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, I no, actually... that no disrespect. Tony Braxton was. About that life, I'm yeah. not disrespecting at all. She she grabbed you with her voice. Her voice was like she see like a lot of people make fun of Shakira's voice. Yeah, and and yeah, for people, she, her voice is very hit or miss for people because it's like that real low kind of like you know that little you know what I'm saying. A lot of, a lot of yeah. people have issues with it. I like Shakira, and I think she is has some of the best dance moves of all time. But like Tony Braxton had a deeper voice. And like it was like when she spoke, you, you know what I'm saying? You look when she sang, you stopped. 
Yeah. Yo, I actually worked with, when I was in the Navy, I was stationed with somebody who was actually like a fucking like niece, not too far removed oh. from Tony Braxton. Nice. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, there's so many. There's so Shit. many good ones. I, I tend yeah. to, to to stick to the Spanish ones a lot too. Like, I mean, G- Gloria Stefan is just oh yeah, a yeah, living legend. Yeah, that, my, like, that was like con- like the rhythm is gonna get you was yeah. like constantly on at, at my house. Yo, it was like that in Diamond Girl. No, no, yeah, yeah. Damn, and it's like, and it's like, damn, how can I forget? I think I'm, cha- I'm changing one of my picks. Damn, I'm changing one of my picks. All right, so you don't have to change this. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm doing this for myself. So Celia Cruz is out of respect, and and she she walked so everyone else could run. Feel yeah. me? Like at least a lot of those. Latina, Latinos, uh, whatever you guys want to say nowadays. White people telling Spanish people how to talk is so frustrating. But whatever Seriously. you want to call it. But I got to put in my girl Sade, bro. I have to. I have to put in Sade. Yo, Taekwondo, the question of the, the, question of the day was like favorite female uh, artist of all time. Yo, Taekwondo, first off, you missed Cab singing Whitney Houston. Then you missed free. me speaking. Spitting some fucking bars. Fire. Bars, all right? And now you come in here halfway through the question of the day, and you want to fucking... You want to ask what the question of the day was? Sa- Yo, Sade. I mean, she, she got the, She just yeah. got the perfect voice all around. Yeah. Yeah, damn, I got to... Damn, there's so many. I got to throw a, some love at Sade up there, bro. My dad was... Yeah. That was another one. Like my dad, she was constantly on. My dad had like her DVDs, like live concerts, and it was just on all day, bro. What Gosh, up, Kenny? What up, Kenny? Yo, Shaka Khan Shaka has Khan. one of my favorite songs with the um. Ain't nobody. Body. Yeah. Love me better. <laughs> Made me happy. Yeah, man. Shaka Khan had one of my favorite songs too. Yo, Shit. you know. You know what's funny? Like, I listen, like, I have, like I said, Pink and Celine that I listen to constantly. But there are a lot of, like, one-hit songs that For I sure. like. You know that song, There's a Stranger in My House? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, but you put that the dance mix version of that. I will listen to that on repeat from now until fucking Kingdom Come. Yeah, bro. I lo- I, it's- we're just, I, I'm going to remain old school for just a long time. Like, I get yeah. it. Like, I get you new people could do your music and have your fun. Like, I, I mean, say it all the time. Like, like music isn't as impactful. Yeah, because, you know, people just sing now. But back in the day, they sang. They sang. You know what I'm saying? So like, I didn't felt, know this. So I didn't. Like, oh, go ahead. My yeah, yeah, no, no. Well, I was going to say, you felt Gladys Knight. Like, when I'm sitting, I'm listening to uh, when I was your man and you was my woman. That shit, I was like, yo, I really felt like whoever she wrote this song for, she truly deeply loved. Yeah, facts. Like there are some songs that you connect with that you you know how you don't like you you'll fucking uh, give a song to a woman like yo you know I'm dedicating this song to you. There are some songs that you have to hold that dedication to to make sure for yeah. a fact. That this is the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's a Shakira. <laughs> so um I be saying all the time, like, so Selena, Selena, and like 
Selena would sing, like Selena didn't write songs. Like her brother and like her team did it. Yes. So so Selena has a song. No me queda más. I don't have anything left, you know. And the song, I didn't know this until I saw the show. I didn't know this. So apparently that song, her 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 pianist wrote it. Uh, the dude on the keyboard, I forget his name. And it was about Selena's sister. And basically the song is saying, yo, I don't have anything left but tears. He's basically like, yo, like, I kind of like just been feeling you forever. And like, I thought that one day we could make this happen. But it looks like it's not going to happen. And now I got to see you with another man every day. And although you never reciprocated the love that I have for you, just me loving you alone has been the greatest thing in my life. Like, dog, can you can you put yourself in those shoes? Nowadays, if you catcall a girl and she tells you to F off, you're like, well, then fuck you, bitch. It's like, no, you're catcalling this girl. Like, of course she ain't going to talk to you. Like, nowadays, if someone tells you no, you just move on. This man said, even if you don't love me, my the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life is just me loving you. That's insane. That's a that crazy is, song. Like, I remember good. remember hearing it as a kid. Like, yeah, I didn't get that. I was a kid. But then watching the show, like, man, this song is crazy. Very impactful. I don't, I don't feel like we get that anymore. We don't. It, it, as much as people nowadays want to be motivational and, and include everybody, we're so fucking separated from each other. Oh, the most separate ever. Yeah, I mean it's it's fucking crazy. Taekwon, he was it, it sounds a lot better in Spanish. I call yo, dude. Taekwon, you ain't never loved the chick unless she put a restraining order on you. Yo, right? but that but that's what we, we that's what we talking about though. We no, legit yeah. talk about restraining order music. But, like but yeah, but, was like, you know. But you know what the thing was back in the day, like for you had a love for someone that was so strong that it was like even the fact that I knew you. Was fulfilling enough that's for me. Ins- that's so crazy. I got. You know, I got to yeah. bring up. <clears throat> I got to bring up something that we haven't mentioned yet. For all the young people, back in the day, there was no online dating. So that song was that song was more applicable because that might have been the only girl in your area. Yeah. Like you couldn't have just been like, "Well, screw it, I go swipe right on fifteen other chicks and go mm-hmm. do whatever." Like the world was smaller back then. Yeah. 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 A lot smaller. It's insane. And, how and, small. and and also for some reason, I feel like at least the women back in the days or the dynamic back in the days was if you didn't choose me, it was because there was someone that suited you better. Or, or like it was just one of those, I hope he treats you well. Yeah. Nowadays it's like you ain't choose me because I ain't got enough money. I ain't got the right car. Like, there's always some stigma to it now. That's why it's always, what's up, shorty? Oh, fuck you then. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's you like, know. my material my material should win you over. But back in the day, it was like... Like, girl, oh. I'm broke. All I got for you is my love. Like, word. And it was more meaningful than anything. Yep. Like, bro, two broke people can make it happen if they're in love. That's just, It is what it is. Yep. Yo, Go back for anybody and listen to Journey's Separate Ways. Oof. That's exactly what Toe was talking about. That That's the whole shit. 
what do you call it? If you we went our separate ways, but if people up, if you need it, like yeah, like that was back in the day. It was like that. Yeah. Like yo, look, I see you with this other dude, and whatever. Like I'm gonna be here. <laughs> I will wait for you. Yeah, man. Music was a little like just way more impactful back in the day. People really pouring their souls out. Nowadays, it's just like yo, sing, make it out of the hood. You know, sing, make it out of your financial issues. You know, yeah. sing and and impress everyone. I feel like back in the day, people just sang well and found themselves in these situations where like some talent scout found them like bro you're like a crazy talent but i feel like now people just work towards it like you know you're on your soundcloud you know you're on youtube someone's gonna pick you up i don't Mm -hmm. know i feel feel like we lost something in music with that and no disrespect to anyone making music nowadays make your money make everything it's just i don't know definitely felt a little bit more personal before you know what it is there's too many easy ways to find success Basically, and, that's, and everybody wants everybody wants that easy way, and when everybody wants the easy way, it's an entitlement. You know what I'm saying? Because back in the day, you had to go to the studio, you had to pay your own money to record, and then you, you had, had to, to give that shit. You had to put a tape together yeah. and put it to someone, like yeah, yeah, and hope that they listen to it. Now you could yeah. throw that shit on SoundCloud on YouTube, and Usher could hear you, and now you're Justin Bieber. People, people could be scrolling their Instagrams and just be like, "Oh shit, who's this person?" Word, yo, yo let's collab. And then that person you collab with be having studio time with, I don't know, some some rapper, and now you're just on. There's right. so many new rappers nowadays, and it's like, most of these guys are just not talented. Like, I'm not trying to talk crap. Get your money, live your life, but like, it's so, it's just, a, it's a lot more cluttered, yeah. so things don't feel that great anymore. Seriously, like, somebody can hear cabs from the, this show and be like, yo, cabs. Uh, we want you to be a disc jockey, and now Cavs is on the ninety-eight point seven like this. Like now we're playing Selena. No, <laughs> that sounds like yeah. that sounds like a punishment. That sounds like I'm in hell. Oh, right, you like Selena? I got you. All right. How about this one? Everybody, welcome to ninety-eight point seven Kiss FM, the rebirth. You kind of sound like Hitler now. No, no. Nine. He, he, he sounds like. Uh, but dreams, they get backed up. And we can all go home. I love that one. I love that one. I'm Yo. just going to have to put on a voice. And we got a, a guy cap. I was just going to say, <laughs> for all the talk that we're doing about music and all that, for, for anybody who thinks that we're trashing today's music, but you're part of today, and you're like, oh, it's just wax, waxing nostalgic, right? Go on YouTube after this <laughs> podcast and look up Axis of Awesome four chord song. It's a comedy group, and the whole act is literally they sing a whole bunch of different songs with the that are played with the same four chords. Really? That's a, I've never yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it. You got to look up the live version, but you know- it. Music music was so good back in the day that like even jokey music or like or like uh ads, even those were like stick more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, you know what I was watching nowadays? You know what I, I I I stumbled onto some like old school. I follow all of those 80s, 90s, 70s Instagram. 
Do you remember the free credit report, guys? Yeah. If you were to watch a commercial of the free credit report, guys, you will know exactly. It was three of them. Do with the long curly hair. And they're just like, bro, all of their commercials were so good. And they're just like, just dudes singing stupid shit about your free credit report. It was so good, man. Like, if you were to YouTube those guys, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You haven't seen those commercials in a long time. Yeah, I I just looked it up. Yeah. So good, bro. These those guys were incredible. Yeah, there was literally a song that uh, that'll stick in your head for hours. And it's literally just a dude talking about how everybody is kung fu fighting. Yeah. But once you get it in your head, you you'll find yourself just humming it all day. And and that that's why I try not to give the new generation a hard time cuz it's like, "Oh, all of these kids and their stupid TikTok dances." And bro, we were doing some stupid dances back in the day too. You know what I'm saying? The Macarena wasn't stupid. The Macarena was the was the was the stupidest. Hey, mama, mama, hey, mama, hey, mama, na, mama, na, mama, kena. Hey, Macarena, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. The Macarena is the first fucking version of a TikTok song. Basically, yeah. It's literally a stupid fucking dance. Yeah. That two men are fucking singing and some girl talking about how she banged every guy on the fucking block or some shit. Aggressively yeah. in the building. Thank you so much for coming again. <laughs> I was telling the guys, I hope that you'd come by. Word. We're just doing the first bit of it. Just talking crap. We asked uh, who are people's favorite uh, female artists of all time. We're here. Um, yeah, bro. I like I don't like the Macarena. Like, it's funny because Gamna Gamnam style is like the Macarena of today. Yeah. It's just a silly, stupid one-off song. You know? You know what's funny though? He the difference is he played it so seriously. Yeah. That that you're all that you're in on the joke. That you're like, yeah, okay, exactly. Exactly. Ready. The yeah, Macarena yeah. was not played for a joke. Like they, the people making it didn't think it was a joke. No, yeah, they were like dead serious about the Macarena, and like it, it worked in a way. But like, yeah, it, yeah, that's like it's like meme culture before memes. Yeah. Did you guys remember a TV show, uh, Cleopatra twenty five twenty five? I I know what it is, but I never like looked at it so, for too long. So so we used to watch it all the time. It's one of the shows that we used to watch growing up. In their future, their national anthem was the fucking Macarena. <laughs> okay, where can I find the show now? I, I, and I, I would skip by it all the time. But like, yeah, there was there's such good ads. Like, like, bro, even something simple as like, like a kid's toy, like Crossfire. Like everyone remembers that. Like you know what I'm saying? You're you're glossing over the I don't want to grow up. Um, yeah. kid. all of it like that's what I'm saying even jingles like it was just good like I'm not saying jingles aren't good now but there was just there's just something crazy and it's like I know we're being boomers here and everyone is gonna stick to the music of their upbringing 50 years from now someone's gonna be like oh Kodak Black was that guy back in the day sure but you know but I don't know things just felt more genuine before like nowadays, it's like 
Yo, I need something quick for this. Just get it done. Everything's overproduced. Yeah, there's just a lot of everything nowadays. Because you know what it is? It's like T-Pain. Like, have you ever heard T-Pain talk about his use of auto-tune? Yes. He just used it as as an extra instrument, as just a little extra pop to what he was already doing. And then everybody took it and ran with it. It was like, oh, great. This bitch can't sing. Auto-tune it. This motherfucker can't sing. Auto-tune it. And just desaturated. Well, it oversaturated everything and just fucking took out the level. But, yo, T-Pain, great. If you listen to Cher, uh, Believe, that's a great use of auto-tune because they're not used to... It's not used to hide the singer's inadequacy. It's used to boost the fucking product of the song. Do yeah. you believe in life after love? I, I can I, feel something. They, they had those like they had those like there's that there's that instrument. It's like a it's like a kind of like a guitar, and then you would put the tube in your mouth. Yeah. And oh it yeah, just made you sound like digital. Like that's everyone's that always been using that shit, you know? That's, that's, that's just... from uh, California Love. Yeah. California. Like, yeah, Those exactly. That like, that, like, vaporized, like, wavy, yeah. synthy voice. So it's like, there's always been instruments like that and, and tools to help you. And it's like, it's funny because Jay-Z just came through and destroyed auto-tune. And it's like, T-Pain, everyone gives him such a hard time for auto-tune. It's like, damn, son, I was doing something cool. Everybody started using it. It ain't my fault. Like, I didn't kill singing. Yeah, I didn't. Like, but again, damn. people, people met, see. This is what this is what bugs me about today's shit is people miss what's right in front of them most of the time. Like T Pain's an amazing singer. That's why Auto Tune sounded so great because he already was good and he used it correctly. Yeah, he didn't use it because it, he couldn't sing. Yeah, like it's 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 weird. Cher has been holding it down forever. She's an effing yes. legend. Probably could beat me in a foot race to this day. Yeah, she looks great. I, I doubt she could beat you in a foot race, but the plastic has held up. She looks <laughs> she looks she looks great. Well, that's what happens when you get the plastic from back in the day. It was made to last. Yeah, that plastic back in the day was good money, son. Yo, Yo word. Yeah. You want to talk about the difference between back in the day and now? Now. You got Cardi B singing about WAP and people losing their minds, right? One one particular sector of this country loses their mind. Share in the if you if I could turn back time video is dancing in front of her son in a fucking thong G string. Yeah, people the entire right. video, nobody says shit. Yeah. Because back songs, then we didn't give a fuck. What? <laughs> songs have been dirty or have had like secret meanings for a long time. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like when people do that. Like, it's like, there's different type of music, you know. It's a there's music that's more crude than others. Like, it's fine. I let you, I let you in a little secret, because I know, I know, I'm probably the only one who knows this. But John Cougar Mellencamp, Summer of '69, is Mm -hmm. not about the year '69. Yeah. (laughs) And 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 the I will do anything for love. But I won't do that. You know what he's talking about? He's uh, talking about not, he's talking about taking a finger up his ass. He's like, no, yo, I don't, not, I don't, I don't want none of that stuff. That is not what he's talking about. That's 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 the that's the joke. That's the joke. Oh, that's the joke. <laughs> I thought it was something up his ass. No, no. I, I, <laughs> the only reason I said that is because I actually looked it up, 
And it, if you listen to the song now, sorry, I got this is a comic book show. I got to be a nerd about it. Yeah, yeah, that's the joke. No, I I ruined jokes like that. Cabs now in with the with the correction. Wait, what is yeah. damn? What is that shit called? The fact finding. <laughs> so here's your I had, nerd. I had this down, my if you listen to the song, <laughs> he lists a whole bunch of things that he won't do. That he won't do. And then he says, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Referring to this shit he just said. That's go really the, what the song I'm gonna is. Go, I'm going to go finger in the asshole story. <laughs> I mean, that got to be on the list. He wanted no <laughs> anal stuff, which I understand. Like, leave I'll, my tell you, alone. I'll tell you right now. If I wrote that song, that's exactly what that would be. Yeah, like, like, yeah I'll do that. Just don't touch my ass. Anything for you, babe. Just don't touch my ass. Just, just a, a sign. Rear exit. That, exit only. Not that there's a problem. If if you like that kind of stuff, then that's fine. But yeah, Dad personally does not want nobody touching his ass. That is outbound traffic only. <laughs> <laughs> and that's heavy traffic. It's heavy, heavy traffic. <laughs> I think now is a great time to talk about Henry Cavill. <laughs> oh man, um, funny well, we didn't have a question, and here we are, thirty-six yes. minutes later. Yeah, seriously. Oh, and all, all because of in- inspiration from just pranking the hell out of cabs. Yeah, just pranking me, <laughs> and it worked great. Yeah, because yeah, nothing. Nothing takes your mind off of shit quicker than being put on the spot for some shit you didn't know you're supposed to do. Absolutely. These and guys took it to the next level today. They always surprised me at the beginning of every podcast. Today was fun. Yes. And just in case, if you did not know, he's doing it again. Just for us. Yeah. Oh, let it go, let it go, let it go. Da, 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 da. Stop. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's just... Oh, I thought it was that soundbite. I thought it was uh, that it, soundbite. It was the whole song. Okay. I was prepared to go the whole song. Fuck this copyright. Oh, yeah, yeah, boy, yeah. <laughs> they will shut us down so fast. Fuck somebody, your copyrights, bitch. Somebody check this. We got cab rights. We got are we, cab are we, rights. Are we, are we, are we muted aggressively or remuted? <laughs> we got cab rights. <laughs> Yeah, watching the generation 40 years after Elvis who were listening to back back that ass up in the middle of school trying to clutch <laughs> pearls over two. <laughs> Yo, Yo listen, I'm not gonna lie. Back that ass up was a it was a it was a uh, you need to recognize it as a point in history. We was back in that ass up. Depends Word. where you were depends where you're from and what you listen to. Most likely you were back in that ass up. Yeah, Corey, Big Mama wants you back that ass up. <laughs> yeah, that was. That and we was wanted like to know what was in those jeans. We definitely you know, wanted to know what was in them jeans. Word. I I agree with Cabs, unless you're like me, who's the most, I guess, pseudo religious because I'm not really religious ever, but I've always kept room for Jesus when I danced. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a little faith is fine. Little faith is fine. Yeah, yeah a little yeah, bit. To me, that song "Too Close" has a different connotation. It's like, oh, oh my close. bad. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I unleashed it yesterday. 
Yeah, all right. You ever heard? That just sound like you fucked up. No, all right. So, you ever see the news bloopers? Yeah. Yeah. The fuck is that? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Shit. I'm dead in this country as fuck. I can't see pollen. Yo, we make fun of that at work every day, son. Yeah, he ain't got me doing a story on this shit. Get the fuck out of here. I meant switch. What really happened at Augusta High School? Shit. The fuck is that? Yo, that is incredible. My man, that is, yo, make fun of that shit all day long at work. It's hilarious. So Henry I, did that shit yesterday. I did that shit yesterday, and, and I, Kenny was like, yo, you just need the, as a soundbite. <laughs> now that I know what it is, it's a perfect soundbite. You yeah, gotta explain that one. But yeah, it does make a lot more sense. All right. <laughs> that sounds like a good soundbite for a show. You oh, know, yeah. when, it's, when it's three, when it's like 1 a.m. and you can't understand what show is saying anymore. <laughs> By the way, I was watching that video. I was just looking at my archives. The one where he's like, everybody going to unfollow. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, pro could not deal that clip. That's one of the funniest things like I think you've ever posted. Pro was... Dead. When you press the what? The stone cold? Yo. He could not he could not continue anymore. Very funny clip. Yeah, yeah Vin. Word. So so as we segue, hit the uh, NFL thing. The, the the draft? Yeah. So this just in Warner Brothers Discovery with the first pick selects Henry Cavill from the UK for Superman. <sighs> We're going to get copyright from every fucking direction on this. God, fuck that. This is, the it, second time, this is the second time they've chosen him. Yes. This is a, a, re, <laughs> a redraft. <laughs> a, this is an thing. expansion draft. <laughs> this, is, this is the second. So he was purposely chosen the first time. And now he's tumultuously chosen this time. Because so, depending so, on what story you hear... They so the, they did. The story I heard was that Warner Brothers didn't want him back, but Warner Brothers Discovery was working with The Rock, and The Rock told them the idea, and they said we don't have a problem with Henry Cavill being Superman. So this, this is what I I heard that somebody else at Warner Brothers DC or Discovery didn't want uh, Henry Cavill back, but David Sawzoff was like, I don't think we have another choice. And the minute The Rock brought it up, he was like, he used that as the excuse to get everybody else on board. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think a new face on Superman would have done any goodwill to the DCEU at all. Unless you're going to get somebody that's bigger than Henry Cavill. Like, you would have to get somebody of his stature. Or more passionate, at least. More passionate about things. Yeah. You know who you get? This is what I would have done. I would have got Liam Helmsworth. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. He'd have showed up like... Cap is a fucking comedian today. (laughs) 
as a comedian today, bro. Yo, that was actually very good. Speaking of that, there is a lot of new information about the Henry Cavill Witcher thing. And one of the things I was watching is very interesting. So about a year ago, they asked them, like, yo, you know, you're doing The Witcher. You know, sounds like you guys got approved for a long time. If they hit you up for Superman, would you pick up the, the, the cape again? He was like, absolutely. He's like, I could do both. He's like, yo, I'm going to do The Witcher, and I'll do the, I could do them both. Then in another interview after that, they spoke about The Witcher getting, like, greenlit for, like, seven seasons. And he's like, yo, I will do all seven as long as the stories are captivating and we're respecting the source material. And Henry Cavill is a beast. He can do multiple things at once. Now, granted, The Witcher has been very demanding of him. And like, he's been injured. And apparently this last season was, like, tough with a lot of, like, stunt shit happening. He got injured during season two. And, like, to do Superman... So a lot of wires. These motherfuckers, we got to respect how much these people be on wires. It's insane. So, like, for him to just all of a sudden, and, like, they were talking, like, more news has come out about these writers. Not only were some of them, like, not into the source material, but they were, like, openly making fun of, uh, what's his name, Sapowski, the guy who wrote the Witcher novels. Like, they were, like, openly making fun of it. And it's, yeah. like, there. So first of all, Sapowski's. Can you fact check that for me? Who was it that wrote The Witcher? I think his name is Sapowski or Sapowski. I'll look it up right now. Yeah. So I just don't want to keep saying their name wrong. That's all. So Sapkowski. S A P K O W S K I. Sapowski. Sapowski. Okay, cool. Sapowski. Okay. So apparently, you hang out with uh, the other one too much. <laughs> so Sapowski is like apparently a dick. He's like an asshole apparently, and it's like you know a lot of a lot of like uh, a lot of great writers and you know people who do this kind of stuff. They they could be dicks, but like he doesn't like the Witcher video games, although he gave the green light and okayed them. Because they veered off too much from his story. So, like, the Witcher games are fan fiction. They use the world. They use the lore. But they make their own stories. So, like, that's already two people that are trying to do the same thing with this man's world. I've never read the books. So, like, maybe there is some weird laughable stuff in there. But, like, dude, respect the source material. Like, yeah. like I don't understand why that's so hard for Netflix to do sometimes. Like, sometimes you guys nail it. And sometimes it's like, yeah. Here's the difference, Word. though. Like, the video games, all right, so they don't go off of the books. But what they did with the video games made the video games worldwide fucking phenomenon, fucking beloved. Everybody fucking loves The Witcher, especially The Witcher 3. Mm -hmm. So what I was saying last week, if you're going to take a property on that you don't like the origins of, you have to do something to surpass then the fucking origins. Don't haphazardly put in shit that the books and the games fucking do that you don't like into your world yeah. that just doesn't mesh with the story you want to tell. And for the love of God, 
if you're not going to stick to any sort of source material, get a competent actor. Don't get the guy who loves the shit. Yeah. They should have got Liam Helmsworth from the jump. Yeah. I think, I think God bless the song, back that ass up. And yeah, it's a great song. I think it sucks. I think, I think Henry Cavill just like saw the writing on the wall. Was like, this is going to be horrible. They didn't like season two. They're not going to like this one. And I don't think they're going to like four. Before this shit ruins my rep, as a lot of Netflix shows have been doing to a lot of people's careers, my man's like, I'm just going to go. I think he saw the writing on the wall. There's now a fucking um, petition Mm -hmm. signed. I can't remember if it's either to get the writers fired or just to get the shit canceled altogether. I think that's a little messed up. Like, I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, I'm not watching The Witcher now because... But someone made a great point. Um, Asmogold. I watch him all the time. He's like a a gamer who just reacts to videos. He does a lot of political stuff, so people get, like, mad at him. But I, I I think he's a genius on YouTube. I watch that man a lot. So he he says that, like, yo, the reason... No, I don't think it was. He was reacting to a video, and I saw it on the video. And the dude on the video was saying, yo, like, you can't be mad at people for not wanting to watch the show now that Henry's gone. Because it's like, his passion was, like, one of the things carrying the show. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, like, and so many people gain respect and more love for Henry. I think The Witcher kind of helped him get Superman again. He's like, man, everybody loves this guy. It's like, yeah, bring him back. The passion helps. So it's like, I get it, but I'm going to give it a chance. And, yo, Liam Hemsworth is not no, you know, this isn't just some dude off the street. You know, this guy can act. We've seen him, but I'm just interested where it's going to go after season three. It's like, we'll we'll be, like, sorry, like, my question is, will, even with... Even if Cavill had signed on for season four, five, and six, if season three is what people have been saying, it's just like a complete turnaround from everything, would we even give a season four with Henry Cavill a chance? You know? No. I don't think so. My aversion to watching it and not watching it, like, I'm going to watch this new season just because this is Henry's swan song. Mm-hmm. But I can't support something with the writing staff yeah. doesn't fucking care. Like, Yeah, like, I really like, think people just like doing shit in this world. Like, I think that's what it is. The, the, the Witcher is an incredible... Yo, Geralt himself has just so much layers to him. Like... He is the he is the the epitome of the reluctant hero. He is the epitome of the um uh like the rogue, the what am I thinking? What is the word? The anti-hero. Like all like he is such a great character. And like the world of the Witcher is also great, where it's like it makes you feel like this fantasy world has like it's there's some realism to it in a weird way. Like it's great. So I really think people just don't fuck with the writer. They just fuck with what he did. But it's like, 
you still need to, like you say all the time, you need to still write compelling stuff to be able to move on with it, which is what The yeah. Witcher 1 did. But to be honest, the video games, The Witcher 2 was like, I still say that The Witcher 2 is like my favorite. Assassin of Kings, when they introduced Letho, oh man, what an incredible villain. You could be a good Letho, a toe. You could be a good, like, bro, you look like him. But, like, <laughs> it was so incredible. So, like, I think people like to use the Witcher but not really respect the writer. I don't know what's the reason to that, but, like, yeah. seems like it happens a lot. You know what it is? It's the, for anybody who knows, it's the D&D effect. Dungeons & Dragons came out with a whole template of how to play. And then from there, it literally lets you just take that template and run with it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You don't have this source books. They give you fucking mm -hmm. books to follow and can and things no. to do, but you can literally just make up your own shit with it. So I think what happened with him is he laid such a great foundation that even if even if people do like it, you can't help when it when there's something good. You can't help but go, yo. What if we what did if? this with this? What, if? what if we yeah, did that? Yeah, what if yeah. Geralt did that? What if we yeah. had this character? And then you just plug and play because he let he made a world that was so rich and sandbox like that. You want to go in there and play it's your so, own shit. It's so good. The problem comes in. <laughs> the problem comes in where you have the writers, and I'll bring them up again. They don't want to, what do you call it? It doesn't seem like they enjoy the sandbox. <laughs> and they try to like bully people on their own sandbox. It's, yeah. it's, it's a weird vibe there now. Yeah. Because to, to be completely honest, if I'm writing something, if I'm writing, like, let's say I'm writing a, a book about video games and Cabs comes up and is like, yo, Here's a whole bunch of shit about video game. More information than I needed. I'm not going to look at that and be like, fuck out of here. I'm telling my own story. I'm gonna be like, yo, how do I incorporate that into my story so that it seems more fucking legit? Yeah. So that people who know, people who know, go, oh, shit, they get that fucking reference. And then when it's the same thing if, if you watch a Marvel movie. If you're sitting next to somebody who gets something, you instantly go, what the fuck did I miss? And then they tell you, and then you go look it up, and then you read it, and then you gain more knowledge, and you get a deeper understanding of shit. As opposed to, oh, we have the name, we have the place, now we're going to make them do some other shit. I think the D&D uh, comparison that you made there is great. I think that's very on the nose where it's like, yeah, every everyone because like yeah, D and D has its own lore, but they they recommend or they want you to use it in your own way to tell your own stories, which is great. But like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to say. Like, but clearly people like Sapowski's like world, but they like I don't think they like everything he wrote. And again, he's kind of a jerk. 
Lord, no, there's probably some weird stuff in there. You know, these books of the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. You could have done anything you wanted back then. So maybe, yeah. but like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's, it's like Game of Thrones, but like more phantasmical. So people, people eat that shit up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's this guy is literally like, he's just a merc. Like Geralt is a merc for monsters. Like, that's just fun. It's just fun. He's such a good character. And like giving him a kid, you're muted. Sorry, I'm not used to this this new shit yet. I saw you. I'm at the- <laughs> I got Welcome. a got a brand new mic, and I'm Sounds used to great. tapping my screen to mute and unmute myself. I you forgot sound- that I hit the mic. You all sound great, man. But uh, what I was gonna say is, again, the here's the best. This is why this story. And uh, stories like this and other stories, and I'm not going to mention any names because I said at the top of the show we're done talking about a certain thing. Uh, it always comes back to her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, this is why shit like that pisses me off. Now that we're talking about She-Hulk. Uh, not get- <laughs> but this is the thing that pisses me off because as somebody who is an active D&D player, who DM'd some games, who's playing in a game currently, It makes more sense to tell the story you want and incorporate what your actor or what somebody else says, hey, this will make your world seem more authentic to the fans. It doesn't make sense to just shit all over it or just put it in passing or turn around and go, oh, because there's reports where I, I forgot what interview was, but there was an actual interview that Henry Cavill did about the sword that he used and how we told the prop guys, yo, that's not the right sword. Yeah, I did see that. And he and by the end of it, he he said it jokingly himself that the props guy was so pissed at him because he made him change the sword like seven times. When I hear shit like that from a from coming from the role-playing tabletop world, it's mind-boggling because if you would have told this shit together and fucking just went with it, yo, dude, you're you're a prop dude. Make the fucking prop. Make the sword. Henry Cavill's happy. His performance gets better. I'm sitting here watching it going, oh shit, they actually got the fucking sword. Yeah. I'm happy watching it. I'm more invested. Like, there's a fucking snowball effect that happens every time you, even if you don't like to do something, when you happily just incorporate other shit in it or more authentic shit to bolster what you're already doing, it's it's just going to be a win-win all around. And yeah. I don't see yeah. why it's a problem to add because if you're a competent writer, you figure out a way to add, to incorporate shit to your story. That's what you got to do when you're a DM. That's what you got to do when you're a player. Sorry. One last thing I'll say. Go on the fucking, what do you call it? Critical Role? No, well, I mean, yeah. You can go on Critical Role. They're the greatest. 
But go on our channel, we did a one shot. Just me, Toe, and Show. That whole one shot is something that I mixed with a real thing and my own thing and using that. They were in their fist fighting people. I punched the shit they out of a couple of people. I mean, they had weapons, but they didn't use weapons. They just used their fist. They just used their thing. And instead of sitting there going, no, no, no. This is the story I'm trying to tell. It's got to be this way. It's got to be here. I gave you weapon usual. No, you just fucking go with it. Mm -hmm. And watch how much fucking fun they're having. How much fun I'm having. Which, by the way, I want to do another one. But Yeah, we, we, we definitely got to set one up. But, yo, the, 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 the thing about books... Because you guys know I don't read. I don't do the, like, I don't know too much of the source material. So I, I lend on you guys. Or if I do research, then I can see how things change and all that. The thing about books specifically is that it's always a loose interpretation of what you see out of this. 100%. Like, like all the book is telling you that this dude is in a swamp looking for monsters. So now you get to make up what kind of swamp this is. Like, is it more of a forest? Is it more of, like, a swamp thing? What monster is he fighting? Is he fighting a fucking snake that has six hands? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you get to make your own imagination of how this book goes. Like, you just hear a creature with eight legs appear. Yeah. And you kind of, like, need to formulate your own monster from that description. Yeah. Oh, like, sometimes it's brief or sometimes they, like, go into it. Yeah, so that that's the, the the best part about the fantasy stuff. Now, when you're trying to make it visual, or you're trying to tell the story to somebody else, sometimes omitting certain things or adding certain things that really didn't happen sounds better. Like if I turned around and was like, "Yo, we went to go play paintball one day. It's four o'clock and it's five o'clock in the morning. Me and my boy, the only two people on the street uh, that are on the highway, and we're driving eighty miles an hour, and we pass a cop, and the cop don't do nothing. What sounds better than?" Yo, it's five o'clock in the morning. My boy is in front of me. There's no one on the highway. I said, fuck it. I hit the pedal to the metal, 125 miles an hour down the street, and I just see a fucking cop fly by me. Just sitting there. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And that cop never moved from that spot. What sounds more captivating? Absolutely, the second part. You know what I'm saying? Even though that's not what really happened, but when I'm telling you the story, now you're like, you're in there with me. So yeah, it, and, and and I get it. I get that. I you get know, but, the whole like yeah. adding stuff. Yeah. But but also here's the thing though, with the sword thing, if Moliere didn't look like a hammer, we would have a problem with it. Absolutely. You know, like I, I have a slight problem with Stonebreaker being Groot's arm, but you know, it's it's like it goes for the movie's sake, so I get it. But that's the that's the nuance that Cap is always talking about. This is it's called Mjolnir, sure, but this is Thor's hammer. Whether you think of MCU Thor, Marvel Thor, Greek mythology Thor, hammer. That's like the first thing you think about. So changing that might be a little crazy. And that's one of the craziest things that happened in The Witcher in season two. They, and I won't spoil for anyone who's trying to go back and watch before the new one comes out, which will be December. Damn, that's super close, dog. Damn. Um, they, right. they, 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 they killed a, a main character in the weirdest of ways. And every a lot of people like hightailed it out of there after that. And like, so I get it. I get the changing, but the changing needs to be fun. I, I feel like I feel like the way they're approaching it is very egotistical. Okay. Like, I can see that. You know, that's what it is. Like you guys are really like making fun of the guy and his work, but like still using it 
that seems crazy. That's like that's like I rent your gym out for like a, a party that I'm doing. And like I'm talking shit about it the whole time. Like, yeah. yo, you you still trying to throw your party in here, bro? Just throw the party and shut up. Like, so maybe that's yeah. not the yeah. best well, comparison, they, but I, but if they make a compelling season, like you remember Spartacus? I didn't watch Spartacus. Uh, so oh, so yo, know, Spartacus on Stars was an amazing show. I hear that. I heard that. A so lot. the the original actor that played Spartacus, what the first two seasons, and then Something he passed. Crazy. But he passed so, away though. Yeah, he passed away yeah. right before one of the other seasons. And yo, I was like, I love that Spartacus. Then they got a new guy to play Spartacus. And I was like, this guy ain't hitting it. But the story was so compelling of Spartacus. I got like, past that. Oh, I yeah. was like, it's not it's no longer this dude's the main actor. Now it's uh damn, what the fuck was that dude's name? Cap. Uh the the champion, the original champion for Spartacus. <sighs> fuck. Well, it would it, it's it's the dude it's the dude who played Deathstroke in uh, the Arrow. Yes. Uh, oh, I know who Paris, that is. Uh, it, his name started with a V. But yeah, he he stepped his game up, and it was one of those. All right, he's the he's the guy I'm going to attach to now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if they do get rid of Henry Cavill, I'll watch the new season. But if they start losing me, I'm out. Yeah. If anybody wants to talk about or wants the perfect example of how to take a source material, change it, but make something completely compelling and still fucking good. Go read Jurassic Park and then go watch the movie Jurassic Park and see that they have almost... There's similarities, but they change so much shit that they're not the same. Yet the book is amazing and the fucking movie is amazing and nobody ever says anything about it. The reason the Jurassic Park movies were good is because the dinosaurs were real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they, the first they were, two, maybe. Yeah, they were like, son, I remember looking at them shits and like, yo, this is computer graphics? Like, why they look like that? And then there's that video of the guys like walking around in raptor outfits. Like, they, apparently some of them was like really guys like in a suit being raptors, which I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because them, they, them, a lot of those dinosaurs looking real. I was like, yo. Yo, you know, what do you call it? Um, Industrial Light and Magic. That's the group. That's, I think, the first time they did something really big. Uh, that's the same group who does Star Wars. They're mm-hmm. part of, um, I think they're now part of Lucasfilms and shit like that. They actually did miniatures. Because like, they were going to do everything in miniatures. And then when they figured out that the miniatures would take too long, it was too costly and all that shit, they took oh, the miniatures and scanned the miniatures into 3D. So when you see a 3D representation, it's not something that was, oh, let me just, I got to try to make this model and character out of nowhere. They actually scanned and got references for the skull shape, for how shadow hits it, for how it was the, so, it was so good. fucking miniature. It was so good. I remember asking my dad. I'm like, yo, are those real? My dad's like, idiot. Like, do you not go to school? They don't teach you anything about dinosaurs <laughs> in school? Come on, bro. But I was blown away. That 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 uh T-Rex scene was just like at the beginning. I don't know, man. That that shit like freaked me out. I was like scared of Jurassic Park at first. But 
yeah, that's just a testament to how good it looks. And Pearl with a great comment, the original Jurassic Park CG still looks better than CG and Seahawk. That is, that is correct. You know what CG is really good till this day? Terminator 2. There's yeah. one part, there's one part where the T-1000 looks really bad. I don't know what happened there. But like for the most part, bro, him like switching around and shit is crazy. Yeah, that's you know, the thing. Back back in the day, bro, they had time to make stuff where now it's like, you know, the MCU, anybody who works in the MCU is just overworked. But you know, back in the day, they also made like puppets. Remember the they had the puppet the the puppetrons and all. That? Yeah, R two D two was a yeah R two D two was a real thing. Now you yeah. can just make a CGI. You know, now you can just make a CGI and and all that. Like B two eight, they actually made four different types of robots. All right, so the, that's what I said. <laughs> so fucking just make Yo, B two is B squared. B squared is BB. All right, BB eight. They actually made, I think, three or four different versions of the robot. One that can actually roll, one that was just stood still, and then one that had the functions and all that. So it, you know, they used it whenever Maybe they it's could. It's a little orange thing, yes, right? Yeah. That was that was with the with, that was with Ray. And yo, and the way they used that that robot, it was like that robot was one of my favorite characters in the movie. But imagine that shit CGI it would look so horrible. Sometimes you got to just use the real shit. Sometimes yeah. you got to go old school. That's what it yeah. is. Like especially when you, especially when you get to uh C43 K-pop. Like yep. That was another good robot. Yeah. Yo, but yo, think about this. How bad was the CGI in Hercules or in Xena? Oh. It was like you stood in front of a green screen. Like you went on location whenever Hercules was on the screen in the forest. And then you sit in front of a green screen and you just got some bitch doing this shit and it's it's fucking hella with all this. <laughs> That's why stunt work. Snakes. That's that's why stunt work is also so important. Like, like bro, realistic like stunts. Like, you know, yeah, people get hurt. It sucks, but like when you have like a real stunt that like is really done right there, like something to that. Then just like mo capping everything, you know. Word. Yeah, but but to be it's fair, the stunt, the stunt work has to look good. I just yeah. rewatched uh, Beverly Hills Cop one. Like a couple of days ago, and when when it's not fucking Eddie Murphy, yeah, it's you can like tell six foot two linebacker. I'm like, it's dude, so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, like guess That's someone that I looks alike. Fucking bad. Like, yeah, guess guess someone that looks alike and is like similar height for sure, for sure. So Henry Cavill, dude. Here's my question to you guys. Henry Cavill. Oh, his mustache, yeah. Yo, that's a complete power move on uh, what Paramount, I think. Either Paramount or you know whoever did the fucking Mission Impossible movie. I'd have done the same shit. They're like, yo, we, like, he's not cutting that off. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't you cutting had, that off. You had how long to make this fucking movie? Yeah, that's, that that's not my problem. We need that. So you do what you got to do. It looks so bad. Oh, my God. But what, yo, was, the, what was the question? My question is, because uh, there's another part to this that we also got to bring up. How do you guys feel about James Gunn now in control and working on the potentially the Superman movie with Cavill? Isn't he like running the show, kind of like Feige-like? Him, there's him and another dude that are 
the I other think cat. He's more creative, and then the other guy's more of the producer role. I mean, him and him and Feige are really good friends. Um, <laughs> you cannot give Superman a fake mustache. That would be hilarious, though. Like he's just like resurrected with a mustache. It'd be funny. Um, so James Gunn obviously spend a lot of time with Feige. Obviously, you may maybe you picked up a few things, right? Um, you know, James Gunn has a decent record, right? What has he so, done? Guardians well, he did of the Guardians Galaxy. won. Okay, okay, he yeah. Did Slither, which was fucking amazing. He actually did the the Scooby Doo movies, the live action ones that were actually pretty fucking good. It's actually pretty good, man. Um, Shit, I yeah. would argue that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was almost a perfect movie. Yeah, like one of the best in the MCU, period. To yeah. this day. To this day. To this day. Yeah. Give it to me, yeah. <laughs> it, his, I got it, the reason I bring this up is because... So James Gunn did Suicide Squad. Or The Suicide Squad. Yes. And for all the praise... Yeah. For all the praise that we heaped upon it, it is one of the worst performing DC movies um, in terms of well, box office and HBO fucking HBO that's, Max views. That's how you know it's yeah. good. Well, you know why? Because they didn't have the same black daughter. <laughs> Will, Smith, never... Will Smith's character now had guns coming out of his hips. He had a British accent. <laughs> he didn't have a fucking daughter. Like but, there was a mouse walking around. Like how could show know what the fuck's going on? But <laughs> also to that point, to my point that I'm trying to make, Black Adam, for whether you like it or not, Black Adam is the most MCU fucking film DC has produced. Uh, like they did the same fucking formula. Get the hero, big CG fight at the end with some random the, fucking get thing. The, get the being, group. Get the group. Yeah, put in humor that had nothing to do with. Yo. I'm not saying Black Adam can't be funny. But I'm saying your humor for Black Adam was him being the T-1000 and Terminator 2, like trying to learn catchphrases and shit. We're, we're going a little far with the catchphrase thing. Well, I mean, that that one thing, I, I, that I, thing I, was I, funny I, where he was like, tell him the man in black said Yeah, that was so kind of funny. want to say it before you kill him. Yeah, okay. That was funny. That <laughs> was funny. Okay. Yeah. But here's my thing, right? That's a that and the moment where he sees Clint Eastwood in in a fistful of dollars or a dollar more, whatever yeah, that was. Yeah, thing, and he did the same. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that's an MCU thing. That is, yeah. That's not something that that Black Adam does. Because we we have the what do you call it? We've forgotten. Black Adam is not a fucking he's not a hero. Yeah, he kills people. Clear. No, no, but what I'm talking about, it goes beyond yeah, he kills people. A lot of motherfuckers kill people. Like he's not he's not meant to save the day, is what you're saying. Yeah. He's legit coming out here and trying to be the only like a Highlander, trying to be the only one that has the fucking title of Shazam. So why would he sit there and do the same shit he mimics? Like, I get it. If it works, because we got, because we got, we, we got to sell tickets. Which it, it worked for the movie and all that. But what I'm saying is, I'm 
a little bit of afraid now that we're not going to get anything that differentiates DC and Marvel. Oh, no, no, no. We are. We are. Shazam. Shazam. Yo, to, me, to be honest with you, Shazam 1 was a good movie, but I really hate the fact that it's a comedy. I it's hate like that. Shaz- the, yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But the thing is, you know, DC was getting such a bad rap, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were getting such a bad rap for being too dark, which is funny. We're talking about Henry Cavill Superman here. And it's like, that was kind of the thing. It's like, they try to make Man of Steel just Dark Knight Superman. And it's like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> you know, it makes a lot more sense for Batman to be dark. Whereas in Superman is kind of like a symbol of hope. <laughs> so it should, maybe it should be maybe, light. It should, this this is the one that should be light. So I don't know, but um, I, I enjoyed Shazam, but maybe it was a, too comical. I guess I have a hot take. Had Zack Snyder not had to lead the Justice League the first time, mm-hmm. because of, and my hot take has nothing to do with that situation. Yes, I my condolences out to him. I'm not, you know, he left. He had a good reason to leave. You know, I'm not saying anything about that. What I'm saying is, had he had gotten to make the movie originally he wanted, not the four-hour shit we saw, the one that takes three days to watch, if he had gotten to make his movie, his movie would have been just as fucking bad as Batman versus Superman. And nobody would say, bring back the Snyderverse. And everybody still would have been like, well, that fucking trash. And let's move on. So I don't think the darkness was the sole thing that was killing it. I just think it was it was a shot that missed. They took the shot, it missed. But we still need the DCEU or whatever the fuck they're calling it to be different from yeah. Marvel. Otherwise... It, we're really going to hit the point where everybody's like, well, f- fuck it. They're all, all these movies are the same. You know what the problem is? This is the problem. They said, you know these characters. There's 87 Batman movies. There's about 36 Superman movies. Let's throw in Jason Momoa, Gal Gadot, and this fucking dude who played Flash. And what happened? We all was like, all right, cool. We get to see Batman or Superman, which I went on record and said, that's the movie that's going to destroy the MCU. Batman versus Superman. Boy, was I wrong. That was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And they went on and they said, oh, by the way, we had no intention of putting Superman, Batman, or Aquaman in these movies. You have Henry Cavill. Look at his chest. Jason Momoa, look at his chest, and Ben Affleck. And, oh, and by the way, here goes Gal Gadot. She's hot, right? Don't look at her chest. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's hot, right? Yeah. So they're going to be mesmerized by that. So now we got the Ninja Turtle coming to here. We got Ralph. Uh, we got Raph, Raphael in here coming. He's pissed off. He's going to fight Superman. No one's going to give a shit. We're going to have Marvin the Manhunter in this motherfucker, but he's no. not going to show up. For for the most important part what of the fucking that? movie, what was <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and they go, oh, by the way, since you guys hate women, we're gonna introduce Gal Gadot in the most strongest way we can and remake their first Avenger, but only better. 
Yo. And then and then part two, we got something even better for you. Now she's gonna fuck. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, sir. Yeah. What right. happened to our heroes? That's what's that's what was wrong with the DCEU. I think you're right. We got bro. none of those heroes. The Flash is supposed to be the guy that sacrifices himself. Not the guy complaining that he's that he has to go run in and, and save people when he can literally move faster than than sight. Not the guy who is a loner looking for a team. Or the guy that 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 has all the powers in the world and his girl has to save him. Yo, to real quick to that flashpoint. For anybody who doesn't know, hey, but real quick to that flashpoint. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was unintentional. But uh why it was, it was so bad I saw it twice. I've been there before. <laughs> the flash, for anybody who doesn't know. He is the hero and does what he does because he couldn't save his mom. Mm -hmm. He wasn't fast enough, even though it really wasn't a speed thing at the time. But you have somebody who couldn't save the one person he wanted to save. And his father got put in jail for it. And he tried and almost couldn't for a time. He couldn't save his father. Now given a chance to save people, his whole motivation is, well, if I couldn't save them, I could save everybody else. At least I could save everybody else. That's what makes him the fucking heart and soul of the Justice League. And I'm not going to, like Toast said, he thought Batman v Superman was going to be good. When I first saw Batman in the trailer turn around to the Flash and say, just save one of them. And he's like, and then what? He's like, then you'll know. I thought they were going to do something interesting. I thought that was going to be the moment where Flash was like, oh, shit. That's what I couldn't save them, them, but I could save them now. And then turn into what we, the Barry Allen, we all know. Again, I was wrong. But that's the Flash. And that's the Flash in a nutshell. That's what we didn't get. The one thing the jo- the Josh Whedon Justice League movie did was that gave us the most accurate fucking Superman since Christopher Reeves. Not the moment where he's literally hovering over people like fucking General Zod, but Superman is the eternal hope because there's nothing he can't do. That's as long as he's around. That's what I was saying. Like, and, and it's like. In 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 Man of Steel, you know his dad is like, "Yo, you gotta chill. People can't see you just being super." And it's like, and it, that upset me because it's like, no, we are supposed to see him be super. Like that's the that's the sting. Mama is just literally put on Earth to like help, and his dad legit like dies. In front of like two people, like, don't save me. No, everyone will see. My dude, there's six people here. Yeah, fuck like, that. I'd rather them see. Yeah, I'm no. like, I like Superman would save you right there because that's been the whole thing. And then it kind of it kind of works backwards with this whole God thing that they're doing. Cause it's like, all right. So it's like 
throughout the whole thing with the Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman and all of that. It's like, like, yo, Superman, you're a false god. You're not a real god. Some people love you. You know, the, when he went into Mexico and saved them people and they're all like crowding around. The whole thing was that he's God. But like his dad is telling them not to be that. So it's like, I feel like if everyone was just more into Superman and more welcoming of him and and how he's letting other people tell him to be the reluctant hero. Like this is not a decision he's making on his own. Like he knows what he can do. And he his first his first reaction is to save people. But his father keeps telling him, like, yo, chill. Like, people are going to find out who you are. And it's like, so? Like, this is what I do. But, like, I feel like if everyone was more on board with Superman, then when we finally get evil Superman and he's just, like, fucking everything up, people won't be like, well, we fucking told you so. We've been telling you for the last 15 years that this guy was going to yeah. snap. It would be a lot more impactful if he just snapped and everybody said, oh my God, Superman, what do we do? So it was, it was, that was weird. To your point, the yes, bro, you should have let them kids die. No, what are you talking about? Yeah. To your point, Caps, the reason Lex Luthor is such a villain is because he has the, the illogical response to Superman's actions. Superman has never been more than a fucking force for good. But Lex Luthor is sitting there going, no, he's bad. He's bad. He's bad. He's bad. And we look at him and go, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> so everything he does makes him look like the villain. When, when to your point, when you have a 50-50 split, now Lex doesn't look like a villain. Lex looks, he looks just like an idiot. Because why would you go to to all that extent when you can easily just prove he's find somebody Superman didn't save and go look at this he's picking and choosing who he saves he's not saving everyone it's not fair and he like there's so much more you could have done but you stripped that out and like Cap said you made it fifty fifty and now I feel like, feel like everybody should have just loved them. Yeah, everyone should just like, it's just like that's yeah. but like bro, Not, like you're showing him in this like Jesus light, and everybody's like, no, fuck you, false gods, and it's like, yeah. what? Like I'm t the the funny thing is that we've seen the reluctant hero so many times, but in the Man of Steel, it's like everyone else is being the reluctant hero for. He wants to save everybody he can save. That's what he wants to do. But everybody's like, nah, the world isn't ready for you. It's like. I like a world where it's just everything. Like, we know what's... And I, I get it, like, at the time, we didn't have a whole shared universe and all that, but, like, just down the block in Gotham, there's some weird shit happening. We're okay for an alien. Like, we're ready for an alien who saves the world. Like, it's, Superman is just one of the... It's one of the other... I guess you could say this about all comic book uh, origins, but his... We don't need his anymore. My man yeah. is down here for one thing and one thing only is to protect. So it's yeah, like, yeah. So why did, he, why did he need a whole movie and his dad dying to figure that out? That's what he's here for. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe before, I'm being weird about you go, it. I just want to jump on and piggyback off of here. Look how stupid this logic is. Don't save me. People are going to figure out who you are. Okay. So what does he do? 
he destroys. He the goes out and saves out. everybody else, and nobody could tell the difference between putting on glasses and not. <laughs> it's so weird. He and went I guess against, he he went against what his father said anyway. It's so weird. And it's then so that led, weird. That led to the fucking scene I hate the most in any comic book movie I've ever seen, and I'll fist fight anybody for it. How do you go to the Antarctic or the North Pole or wherever the fuck he went and have a fucking dream or a memory of your father telling you a story he never fucking told you? Yeah, what was that? What was that? If that was in the Fortress of Solitude, okay. Maybe. He's standing in the middle of the ice and had a fucking memory that never happened. It looks like they filmed that like day one and they just like threw it in later. Somebody, yo, we got this scene here. We're gonna put this in. So it was that was so weird. So look, I'm not ragging on Man of Steel. I so I watched Man of Steel later on. I was about to go watch BVS, and one of my co-workers, Batman versus Superman, and one of my co-workers was like, Yo, have you seen Man of Steel? I'm like, No, you know, Henry Cavill looks cool, but no. They're like, Yo, watch it, it's not bad. It is not bad, but there's just some weird choices like. Superman is the one hero that I don't want to see him have conflict for a whole movie about whether he should be a hero or not. It's his thing. Superman, good. One last thing. How are you the reluctant hero when you're the most powerful person on the planet? It's It's not a question anymore. You were made for this. So just, we didn't need the whole movie of you, like, Figuring that out, that could have been figured out quick. So yeah, you know. and and if I can equate Superman to two people, one he's like DC's Captain America. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if, if Batman and Superman have a, have respect for each other when it comes to being the best people they know, but Superman is always there to protect people that can't be protected, save people, and and fight the fight that people can't fight. Pretty much like Captain America. And two. You gotta love Superman the way people loved Hulk Hogan in the fucking eighties. When when Hulk Hogan turned NWO, people literally threw all of their garbage in the ring and was about to riot. When Superman turns bad, the world needs to implode. Everyone's gonna, but yeah, but the way y'all set him up now, everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, I told you so." Batman's gonna be like, "Yeah, I told you so." We've been telling you forever that this guy sooner yeah. or later is gonna pop off. Because and, of the way that y'all made this whole thing where, like, it, he can't be Superman because the world isn't ready. What the fuck are you talking about? And, yeah, and, and the thing is, like, we give Sam Wilson so much credit for that speech that he gave in in, uh, in Falcon Winter Soldier, right? But Superman should be that one person that everyone looks up to and goes, that's a guy with no limitations. That's a god right there that's right in our face, and he's doing the right thing. We sh- this should always be that that aspiration or the the fucking love for this man because he's protecting it. Like it should be one of those things, like like how the kids always would be like, "Oh, I don't, I'm not as scared of you. Superman will save me." That's how yeah. the world should be with Superman. Batman yeah. is the only one you should be going. He's a murderer. Yeah, uh, he's a villain. So, that, so that's what I'm saying. So like Man of Steel trying to like, jump on of the success of the Dark Knight, and it's like. No, Bruce's life, we've said it here many fucking times. That kid, he's just on another level of dark. And it's funny because he was quicker to pick up the cowl. 
He's like, you know what? I'm going to do something about this shit. Whereas Superman, the way they portrayed Amir, he's like, I don't want to do anything. My dad keeps telling me not to do it. And it's like, bro, yeah. no. Like, you can't make Superman Batman. That's the biggest mistake you could have done. I'm not saying you need to make a lighthearted Superman, but everyone needs to fuck with this guy for it to work, in my the, opinion. The, the dumbest line in any DC movie is when Batman turns around to Alfred, Alfred talking about Superman and says, if there's a 1% chance, then we have to treat it as an absolute certainty. What? No, you no, you don't. That should have been that should have been a whole thing where first off, I don't even think you should have done a Batman versus Superman straight out the gate. So rushed. Like the second thing. Because Superman should have fostered a relationship with Batman. And then by the end of that movie, turned around and went to Batman and go, hey, you need a contingency in case I do X. And then turn and learn Batman be like, oh, no, I already have one in place. How good would that have been? Yeah. Instead of, because think about it. You have half the population saying Superman's trash. Luther saying Superman's trash. Batman saying if Superman's got to be dealt with because he could turn at any moment. And not at one point has Superman done anything to indicate otherwise. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Like, everyone should just like this guy. That's just, that's the thing about Superman. He's a symbol for hope. Everyone should just fuck with him. So that the time when he finally does lose his shit, if we ever get there, I don't know... James Gunn might really try to restore the Snyderverse. It looks better and better every day. So, like, if we get there to this, like, dark Superman thing, like, everyone's just going to be like, yeah, we told you so. I don't think it'll be as impactful. Here's here's my question, though, just for what you just said. What are we restoring? We just said Man of Steel wasn't the best light to show for Superman, Mm -hmm. regardless of what you think of the actual movie. Mm -hmm. Batman v Superman wasn't good. The Justice League movie, the only reason the four-hour version looks good is because you're comparing it to the Justice League the, version yeah. that was mm-hmm. trash. If you if you look at that movie in a vacuum... Justice League movie, is hilarious. Justice League? Again, that wasn't on purpose, <laughs> but it was fantastic. No. That, that's, not, that's not mine. That people have been calling it that. Oh, I've never, yeah, I've never heard not. that. I've never yeah. heard that. Oh, I thought you mispronounced it. I really thought no, you no, like no. you. I thought you were saying Joss Whedon yeah. and uh, uh, yeah. Justice League at the same time, and you just that's, like I've never heard people call it the Justice League. The, the Justice League. Oh, I know, that's awesome! I never heard that. Nice. Heard that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, not, re- I can't take credit for that. Real quick, here's my, here's my thing with the Superman. How many people were so so easily willing to accept Black Adam in his country? Kill all these niggas. Or or when when the fucking green uh, when the Green Lantern comes down, people are gonna accept this fucking guy. They accept Wonder Woman. But the one thing that I think should have happened was Superman comes in, Mr. Two Mr. Goody Two Shoes, because he's you know, he's the, the guy that can do everything. And Batman, Wonder Woman, all these people are testing him. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you don't just walk into a room and go, "I like you" already. 
you have to bond over something. Like, be, with the, the four-hour fucking Snyder cut, Marvin the Manhunter was like, we need Superman. Like, he knew everything about Superman already, which he can't read his mind, so I'm pretty sure he knew already, but that's not that wasn't said in the movie. So if you didn't know if you didn't know that, it's like this is the one person that trusts Superman without a shadow of a doubt. And then it's like if you're not gonna have a, a complete war of heroes every time a new hero gets introduced, it shouldn't have been that way with Batman and Superman. Yeah, or at least, or at least let them, or at least let the let their relationship build up a bit more with a few more movies. Maybe some solo projects, maybe some shit that they like, yeah. you know, cross and they're like, have a real fucking reason why they don't like each other. Or, or you yeah. know, it, it, it just like, yo, yo, Batman literally, which for no reason, just dislikes Superman. It was just like, no, bro, I know he's going to pop off sooner or later. I know he's going to fucking lose his shit. And it's like the one time it's going to happen, Batman's just going to be like, I told you so. And it's like, yeah. Because the dude that you can't finally freaking take out did this all for him. And you know what's crazy? Basically, the, civil war. Yeah, bro. Like yeah. legit. Like make us believe it. You have you ever seen Superman Laws? I uh, I used the, to watch back in the the, the, the the TV show way back. No, no, the no, new no, one. Not the Clark Kent, not the one with um Lois and Clark. This is Superman yeah. and Lois, Lois and Superman or whatever. It's a new no, one. No, no, no. No, 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 I have not. The dude, the dude who played Superman in the Supergirl show has a TV show now with Lois and two kids. And that Superman is the Superman you described. Everyone loves him. And, yo, there was a real threat because uh, his his stepbrother from Krypton came over and he was going to replace everybody's consciousness with Kryptonians. There was a real threat that Superman was going to turn bad and destroy the planet because in another universe... General Zod took over Superman and Superman wasn't able to fend him off <clears throat> because Lois died and he just took over the world and they destroyed the planet. And everybody was like, nah, we believe in Superman. No one can turn this nigga. And there was only one person that goes, nah, fuck you. He's going to do it. I got to kill him. And when he turned, that dude finally believed, no, this Superman is a lot better than the other one. I have to help him turned back into the real Superman because he has the, the the capacity to fight whoever took over him. We need that. We need yeah. that unequivocal fucking knowledge of if there's anyone that can do this, it's him. Yeah. Yo, either the the ending of Man of Steel where he kills Zod. Where he destroys the whole town. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. It's about so that. bad. I think they misplayed that because I never once saw that ending and went, okay, this is a different Superman who blah, blah, blah. I saw that ending and went, this is a Superman who couldn't win the fight. Yeah. How do you have, how do you believe in him? If we just seen that there's situations he can't win. And I know breaking Zod's neck should be a win, but a more impactful win would have been that he had gone to the Fortress of Solitude, yeah, he got the shit for the Phantom Zone, threw Zod in the Phantom Zone, because then that would have showed people he could stop whoever, he could detain whoever, 
and it doesn't matter how big the fucking threat is, he doesn't have to resort. Because if that last scene, he yells out, crying, because he had no other option. Because he wasn't fast enough. He wasn't strong enough. He wasn't, like, that right, that right there is the perfect reason why taking a life isn't a cool... What's up, Leon? Man, uh, isn't a cool fucking like action movie? Like we watch action movie and John Wick, and he does with the fucking pencil and all that shit, and we're like, yeah. But in reality, that shit's not fucking cool. It's hollow. So to show Superman having to do that, and then nobody else, no, Batman didn't know he did that. The the city didn't know he did that. Like, I don't Luther somehow found out. But that didn't perpetuate the next time you see him as, okay, this is, this is going to be the dude who stands for hope. Because yeah. now the question is, when you get to Justice League, he has to kill Steppenwolf. He has no other option. Yeah. Now if, if, if Doomsday shows up, he has to kill Doomsday. Which that's a thing of itself, but Dark Side shows up like every threat Superman now has to kill that person. Because if you killed Zod because you didn't think you could do anything else about it, and these guys are worse, you can't just let these dudes walk. And now we just have Superman out there murking everybody who fucking comes in. So it was a weird, it was a weird tone. Now. It was a weird Yelling tone. At for Batman Superman. not to kill people. <laughs> I think I think if Zod wasn't the main bad guy. And let's say Superman tries to, like in the beginning, he's a hero, and he winds up killing somebody by mistake. Then I think that could build his morals. Like, that could be the building blocks of his moral compass and be like, I got, I can't kill Zod because I have to be better than that. So I have to, you know, do, you know, put him in the Phantom Zone. I have to detain him. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he learned his lesson from something else and then shown, like, he grown from that, then that would have been more impactful also. Because yeah. it could, because Doomsday literally is a mindless fucking machine that just wants to fight and kill shit. So he would have to kill Doomsday to stop. And that's when we get to see this is the full potential of Superman. And this is why he's been holding back this whole time. Well, and all yeah. that, you know. They actually could have done, they actually could have done something where he put Zod in the Phantom Zone. This version of Doomsday shows up, and it's version one. He throws Doomsday in the Phantom Zone. Then the next time we we see Doomsday when he when he gets out, Doomsday's been chilling with Zod this whole time. Mm. Everybody's wondering where the fuck, like, oh shit, Zod fucking made this dude even worse. And then you find out in the Phantom Zone he killed Zod. So now. People are like, yo, we don't believe Superman. We don't even believe Superman can stop this dude. He got out of this. He got out of that. He killed Zod. He's worse than what he was before. And then the decision is, I'm going to have to go all out to stop this guy. And everybody in the Justice League and all the civilians looking at Superman and going, if that's the only way, we're behind you. 
Yeah. That, that makes perfect sense. Lee, uh, yo, Caps, did you hear anything that, that Cap just said? No, no, I went to the bathroom. Oh, man, he just... he. he you want to repeat that before we answer Leon's question? Yeah, my bad. Shit, I don't, no, no, no. I, that, I can repeat it. So, my thing was, you take Zod, you throw him in the Phantom Zone. All right? Then, you, then Doomsday shows up, and that's version one of Doomsday. Okay. So, to stop him, you also throw him in the Phantom Zone. So, the next time Doomsday shows up, he got out of the Phantom Zone. He's way worse than he was before. And people are like, oh, shit. He was in there with Zod, so Zod must have fucking trained him. We find out he killed Zod in the Phantom Zone. So now trying to stop him, we realize the normal methods are not going to work. And Superman makes a plea to the people and to the Justice League that in order to stop him, I have to go all out. Mm -hmm. And then it's a thing where the Justice League and the people sit there and go, if that's the only option we have, we're behind you 100%. Go Go for it. it. Yes. Yes. I want a Superman that, like, have more support. I don't know. I feel like that's the one hero that should get the... My man walks around with a symbol of hope in his chest, bro. Like, that's... Yeah. Like like, like you said, Cap, my man, Batman just liked him for... Disliked him for no reason, bro. It was... Which is the whole thing between BVS looks so weird, and then they end up liking each other because of their mom's name? And not only that, Batman beats the shit out of Superman. Yeah. Well, there was Kryptonite involved. I no, I get it, but he. We've beats seen him. The we've seen him. We've seen him do it in cartoons. But no, he, we yeah. we have we have cartoons. He beats the the Kryptonite. The the Kryptonite brass knuckles. Sick, yo, Batman. Yo, it was good. Good episode. The movie. There's a fuck. I forgot which. I think it's called Justice League Doom. All of them shits. I always forget the names, bro. Yeah, but look, you guys got to look it up. There's a cartoon in which the I think it's Justice League Doom because the the Legion of Doom finds the plans that Batman had. I think so. To yeah, neutralize each member of the Justice League. Okay. And yes, they yes, yes. Yes. All the plans. Yes. 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 And yes, the look that. on everybody's faces when they <laughs> turn around and like, yo, you had a plan to deal with us. That is, that is the look that people we should have gotten. Like that's a moment we should have built to where everybody looks at Batman and goes, "Wait a minute! This whole time you were planning on how to take each and every one of us out, not start off. I gotta take this motherfucker out. This mother like what? I think he tells him. I think he tells him too. He's like, "Yo, hold on! I, I got a contingency plan for myself too." I'm pretty sure he tells them that. You know, no, he, he planned for he for him. The Justice League. Yeah, the Justice League is the contingency plan of Batman. Ever the fucking balls on that dude. Yeah, the, the only, only human, human. there <laughs> without powers. Y'all, 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 superhumans are gonna have to try to take me out. No, Good luck. That's what happens <laughs> when you're rich. When you're yeah. rich, the ego you think it's gonna take yeah. the world to stop you. Yeah, the ego. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Leon the King. I don't know why I see your name, and all I'm thinking of is uh, Kings of Leon. But anyway, uh, did Black Adam make the DCEU better and give us hope? Seems like when Ben Affleck left, everything died. It's- I was I was disappointed that we never got the 
the Batfleck trilogy that he was going to direct. I was sad, but I mean, I'm not going to say it died like when he left. I mean, yeah, like, you know, Aquaman got some decent stuff working in there. Did Black Adam make it better? I would say I would say he 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 gave it three more years. Think he, I think he I think he it's like when you're it's like when your mom, you know, stops your dad from you know beating your ass for like a week, but then sooner or later he's gonna get you, man. Yeah. So maybe it's a situation yeah. like that. I'm excited to see what the rock like. What I didn't want The Rock to do is exactly what he did and just take this shit over for himself. So I still want somebody to jump in there and be like, hey, Rock, thank you for all the money that you've put into this. Let some of the professionals start to handle it. And then let's get these fun stories. Hopefully just Superman and Shazam, maybe, I mean, and Black Adam, maybe that starts something. I'm being hopeful. I'm being hopeful. So- I like it. Listen, I like the Black Adam movie, but I'm right now, I feel like right now the DCEU is in a transitional stage where mom broke up with her boyfriend and her boyfriend is still living in the house. Yeah. Once, and he's looking for a, once he, he's looking for a, uh, a place to live. Once he finds that place to live and we start living by ourselves again and we find out how life's going to be when we're on our own and he's out of the picture. Then I can determine whether the EC, the DCU is in a better might, place or not. It might be too early. Maybe we wait for the Flash movie to answer this question. Because I think the movie after the Flash point, like the movie that the Warner Brothers Discovery start funding and doing themselves, I think that's when we start saying, all right, because that's the tones point. are going to be the same that's until, until then. You know what yeah, I'm saying? that's a really good point. So, but, yeah. No, that's, that, I was done. So my answer to this question is, did Black Adam make the DCEU better? Personally speaking, no. It 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 didn't do anything to further anything else. It just, it was a movie. That's the movie Thor Love and Thunder should have been, as I've stated before. I think, it, now, bought, I think, it, I think it bought it some time. Yeah. So I, here's the thing. It brings I some hopes. On a, on a money level, right? On an economic level, like Cab said, it bought a little bit more time. Shazam's going to buy a little bit more time. Yes. Aquaman's going to buy a little bit more time. The movie that's going to make the DCEU better is the Flash movie. Yes. And I say that, and I'm going to be upfront. I'm not watching the Flash movie because of all the extra, excuse me, all the extra shit that's being done by the lead actor. Extra right? Miller. <laughs> yeah. But... Reports that I've been Ezra. <laughs> I hate to call him Ezra because that's the name of an actually good Star Wars fucking character. And I hate it seems like I'm yelling at that character. Anyway, the reports <laughs> are coming out that in test screenings, people are saying that this movie is going to be the best comic book movie, period. Fuck Endgame. Fuck uh Civil War or Winter Soldier or Infinity War. This dude, this has been reported. I'm with you. You you can roll your eyes. This has been reported multiple multiple test screenings audiences, different ones, has said the same shit. 
multiple different sources have said the same shit, and all of them say that fucking extra Miller. Extra Miller is really funny. <laughs> is the best part of that movie. So if those reports ring any bit true, once that movie comes out, and if it's any bit as good as what they say, that's going to make the DCEU better. And yeah. that's going to be the jumping off point mm-hmm. where people are going to turn around and go, all right, that movie was good. It, it maybe reset a couple of things. We kept what we like. We got rid of what we didn't like. And now um, James Gunn and whoever can take this and run with it. And we got the foundation. We got the actors. Now we just need the story and we go forward. So then, so then, so then let's ask the question now. Henry Cavill is back as Superman. What does that mean for the DCU? They got their best Superman. I think, I think, I think, I think Henry right now, maybe for the, maybe for the movies themselves and the DCEU themselves, I'm like still not, I'm still not ready to answer that question, but Henry Cavill comes with so much good favor right now that like again all of these little moments i think it's just buying the dceu some time until flash and then we could see what happens but you're you're getting the best you're getting one of the best iterations of superman back and you're trying to jump start things you like the pieces are coming together you got the 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 hot shot actor that's ready to put his entire life savings to these projects you got you got your old boy Superman back coming back with so much good favor behind them. You got James Gunn in there running the show. It's like Voltron is slowly being built here, and we'll we'll see how it ends up. Uh, I'm gonna be the fly in the punch bowl. I get I, I get it. I don't think Henry Cavill coming back as Superman is gonna mean it's not gonna mean anything. For the next five to six years, for the for the movies, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because yeah, we for the next five to yeah. six years. I want everybody to look at it this way. I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. All right, but my hunches, Henry Cavill, for the next five to six, maybe ten years, is going to be the Incredible Hulk. Oh, don't say that. He's going to be the one that's in every other movie. Yeah, but doesn't get a good movie of his own. And I know they're working. I know they say they're working on Superman 2 or Man of Steel 2. But The Rock already wants him to do some shit. They're, they're going to do another Justice League. Like, his story is going to have to be separate. Because, like we said all the time with the, in the MCU, how come you don't call anybody else? How come mm-hmm. Shang-Chi didn't call anybody? How come no, mm-hmm. nobody called nobody else? With Superman? You don't need to call anybody else. Yeah, that's who you call. So even if his movie, even if his movie when does something strange yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> even if his solo movie does come out, it's gonna have to be kind of like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, where it's done over there. Yeah. Not in conjunction to what we're doing. And then when he actually comes back into the DCU proper. He's going to be the Hulk. He's just going to be the support character that's OP and is around for some other shit. 
So, so yeah, that, that's kind of what I was trying to say, where it's like, I don't know movie-wise what he's going to do, but Henry Cavill himself as Superman brings a lot of good fortune into everything and just a lot of goodwill. Now, if there's a situation where he is just that whole character working out everywhere, and then we have, like, side shit of him just, like, running off to, like, some different family or, like, running off, like, like it's just, it's just him for, like, two hours just off-grid just helping some people in, like, I don't know, Costa Rica or something. Like, I don't know how that may land. You know how I think you can do this? You can put him in the Justice League, make him fight Black Adam, because at this point, at this point with any comic book franchise, just, just do something. But just whatever the fuck you do, just make it interesting, right? But his solo movie, you want to separate it and make it so that you can't even like call in the Justice League or anything is not even an option. There's a there's in the um, Justice League cartoon. I think it's the first iteration, not the unlimited one. The first mm-hmm. iteration. There's an episode where Mongoloid gives Superman a birthday gift. Nobody knew who it was from. Uh, Wonder Woman. And Batman were there, and this fucking squid-like thing gets a hold of Superman and puts his mind back on Krypton, where he had a family, he had a wife, he had a kid, yeah, everything was good. Yep. And it kept, like, shit just kept fucking with him, and he came back. You make that movie live action, where you give us, Superman couldn't call anybody, he's incapacitated. We get a story to reset Superman, and we get the the character study correctly of Mm -hmm. who Superman is. And then at the end of it, he breaks out, and we get the whole hog. He's got to go full board and beat the shit out of Mongoloid. That's your perfect Superman 2 movie. I don't know if people will be down with that. Like, like I just I literally said the, the same thing. Like, yo, maybe he goes off and like just, just got some like family on the side. I don't know if that'll hit for some people because well, you know people well, are like I want Justice League. I want the interconnectivity. You, you know, cabs. That's not too far from a comic book run. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, Mr. yeah, Complex like, actually faked a woman and a kid for Superman. And Superman was like, "Oh shit, I have a son," and he's he he started realizing that all this shit was fake, and it was Mister Misterplex. Yeah, but you 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 would have to dig deep for those side projects for him while he's over here, you know, with the big movies. And but look, like, you know, the pro- James the, Gunn doing it. Yeah. Hey, let's see what let's see what happens. The yeah. problem with with uh, Superman is that most of his villains aren't really movie villains. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you have a like le- legitimate level ten intellect, Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. with Superman. You, who you got, Mister Mixoplex? Fucking Bizarro. You have either world crushes or people that are like really Superman's fucking with this guy. I don't think I ever want to see Bizarro live action. I don't know. I don't ever want to see that. I don't know how you would do that. Maybe well, some like show and the the show we were telling you about. They do bizarre pretty good. They do it well there. Okay, yeah. I gotta watch the yeah. show. 
dude, take it from me. I don't watch any of the CW shows. Yeah, I've. I've but when when Toe's watching it, I stick around. Yeah, I I, I did watch Smallville, but like CW, I'm yeah. like way out of that. Yeah. Flash is pretty good. There's some I've seen some, some Flash. Like, there's there's some a lot like, of filler. There's a lot of filler. Yeah, Seven yeah. seasons, bro. Give them a break. You know I what got, I'm saying? I, I got a hot take here. Uh oh. It's time for either one, either Marvel or the DC EU, to turn around and say, fuck what the fans want. Here's what we do. Yeah. Watch it or don't watch it. Yeah. We're gonna make a fucking we're gonna make the movie we want. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But stop listening to Stop listening to idiots like us who we want this, we want that. And I'll tell you why. The the MCU is too formulaic. Okay. We got Eternals. Not part of the MCU formula at all. Ah, but that movie was too dark. That movie was too much like a Justice League film. That movie was la la. All right, what about Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi was awesome. That's the most formulaic one of them all. All right, you want the directors to start doing their own shit and just not be tied into your box. Cool. We got uh, Taika Waititi. You guys like the Ragnarok? We got uh, we call we got (laughs) Sam Raimi. He's gonna do he's gonna do Doctor Strange. And then what happened? Ah, that movie's too much. Doctor Strange is too much like a Sam Raimi movie, and Taika Waititi made too much of a. Fuck, listen. No one's, up. I've been said this. No one's ever going to be happy. Just do your own thing. When, when the MCU, when, when, when Iron Man first came out, y'all wasn't listening to anybody. It was just doing shit. Yo, the, to that point, nobody said shit or you didn't listen to anything that we were saying from phase one through phase four or phase three at the end of Endgame. And do you know what happened? We sat through all the shitty movies, because there were some. Was a lot. And we sat there and went, the Infinity Saga is the fucking best thing Marvel's ever done. They went back and retroactively made good movies out of shit. We can walk away. You started listening, and Phase 4 hit, and what happened? Everybody's like, oh, the ship's sinking. DC. Bring back the Snyderverse. Okay? They listen. They brought it back. Now they can't even make their own fucking movies. Yeah. Because everybody wants it to tie into this shit and they can't yeah. do anything that they want. Like, stop listening yeah, to stop. us. If you if you are gonna make a movie, make the fucking movie. Cause you know what nobody's ever done in the history of fucking comics? Nobody has ever turned around and stopped and went, hey. What do you guys want to read? You want to read that? All right, we'll do it. No, they just make the fucking comics. Yeah, just. just and if yeah, read them, we read them. If they don't, they don't. And they figure they move on from what works and they keep what works. And, and that's what, it. What I don't understand is that you're telling me you can't have an individual Green Lantern movie. It's not like any other hero is in space. Like, even if, if Superman has his own movie, that's in Metropolis. 
Gotham has nothing to do with Metropolis. Like, who do you know in Jersey right now that's fucking fighting somebody that people are like, how come Toe isn't going over there and helping this guy fight? You know, he got superhuman hearing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, in reality, there are 50 states in this country. There were like, there's like hundreds of countries on this planet. There's seven continents. You can have individual movies that just so happen to be in the same fucking planet, mm-hmm. but just have nothing to do with each other. Until this time for fucking. We'll get a Green Lantern. We'll get a Green Lantern. We got one. We got one. Until it's time time for Dark Saeed to come in here. Hadn't I made that case that we should stop trying to interconnect everything and just. We know it's all interconnected. Just leave it unsaid. We know it. I have some issues with that because it's like, damn, that's kind of the thing about Marvel. That's what got us here. To just completely abort from it is kind of weird. Like, yo, I was I was reading a lot of people talk about the state of the MCU, right? And it's it's like everybody wants to group everything together now. Like, I saw somebody say, "Well, you know, the only reason Spider-Man No Way Home was good is because it played on the nostalgia factor and it bought in Toby and it bought in Andrew Garfield." It's like, man, fuck yeah, we we the only ones that can pull that off. That's what I used to be here before. That's what was selling the tickets before. We actually took the interconnectivity another step ahead and bought in different properties, old school shit. Like, it wasn't just because of that. But even if it is just because of that, that's what we do. It's like, yep. it's, the, it's the same. You either die a hero or live long enough to, sell, uh, to see yourself be the villain. And it's like, bro, everybody just chill out. No Way Home and Shang-Chi don't get wrapped up in the whole Eternals Black Widow shit. Leave them alone. I'm just saying, like, this is the people that can do it. Like, maybe too much interconnectivity is bad, but we just can't get rid of it, is what I'm saying. This is so, what yeah. made it. This is what got we us need here. need a possibility you know? of... My, yeah, my this thing, is what got us here. My thing with the interconnectivity is you can't interconnect 15 million fucking that, things. That's the problem. 86 fucking Disney Plus shows and specials, 400 fucking movies coming out. Give me, give me 10 more. I yeah. want five more. Back, see, back, yeah. in, what do you call it? In the first three phases in the Infinity Saga, it was easy to right? keep up. It was, yeah, it was easy to interconnect because it was one yeah. movie to that movie to that movie. Not- and then big, and then big movie. Yeah. Yeah. Not now with this 15 Disney Plus shows. Yeah, the shorts. Yes. Do, they, do they like Miss Marvel? What is that interconnect with? Yeah. The closest thing that that immediately interconnects with is a fucking X Men movie that's six years from now. Eternals. What did that connect with? A Blade movie that's five years from now. Yo, bro. Like, Doctor Strange. What did that connect with? Another movie that's four years from now. So you're giving, you're putting too much shit. You're putting too much shit to interconnect because before there was a through line. Now your connection goes, it, your connection is basically six degrees of, of Kevin Bacon. You ever you hear about that? Yeah. You can just name somebody and they six steps. They relate. Yeah. You can get to Kevin. That's what the movies are now. They're no longer linear through line and connecting it. This connects to that, which connects to this, which connects to something else, which will come back around over here. So the expectation from the audience has to fucking change. 
we have to change and we have to stop going. I want to see the whole road. And we just have to go, okay, I see this branch. That branch leads over there. That branch leads over there. When we get to the crossroad section, then we can look back and go, okay, I see where all this came from. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. No, I, I get it. Just I'm just I'm just a masochist. Just give me more. No, listen. Where's the where's the next show, Marvel? Yo, <laughs> what is listen, it? listen. Moon Knight didn't connect with shit, but it opened up a world for for possibilities. You know what I'm saying? Like Eternals, that opened up a world of possibilities also because now we had the celestials. We had the Eternals. Star we may Fox. get the Living Tribun Tribunal with Star Fox. We know that there's multiple different fucking Eternals. We know that they got memories and all that other shit. We we also got the the um, the who are the guys that they that the 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 Eternals fought the Deviants the, the Deviants sword? the Deviants which could lead to fucking Thanos like connect to Thanos. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like this is the thing. What Lay's doing right now. In his personal life doesn't connect to us, but when he comes on the show, he fits right in. You know what I'm saying? It's like it doesn't, point. it doesn't always have to connect, but when when we're together, it has to fit. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And 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 the thing with 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 DC is like it's possible to make these movies, but it has to fit like. The Batman that that Leon was talking about, which I don't know if you saw it more than once. The second time I saw it, it it fell, it dropped a lot for me. That, unless something changes, doesn't fit in the scope of the DCU. Yeah, that that's a standalone like Joker thing. That that Batman, that Batman would have made, or that would have made more sense. It fits more. Into the Dark Knight shit. Yeah, 100%. I can, I can see that, like, in between where Dark, where the Batman begins, starts, and shit. And, like and, and, and so, so for, in between Batman begins and Dark Knight, or like maybe, maybe just no, like no, it's before, the, it's like the, 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 die in the alleyway, and this happens. Correct, yes. Have to, right before we see him pop off in Batman Begins. Yeah. Like, we could get this. Yeah, yeah. Or, that, that would be, yeah. Or if you want to think about it, like, they gave fucking, what's his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt the keys to the city. This would have been the next one. Nightwing. Like, this would have been his turn as Batman or whatever the yeah. fuck he wants to do. Yeah. You're like, but, I, I don't want to get, like, I hear what you're saying, Cap. I hear what both of you guys are saying, really. Like, the internet connectivity, connecting everything is what got Marvel here and what is, and obviously what the DCEU is trying. It can be a little, I think things got a little crazy with the shows. I think that's, I think, I think it's, it was a lot easier for us to dis, be more dismissive of the, the project, the movie project that came out because there was so much in between. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. Things got a little crazy in <laughs> 21 and 22 the disney plus shows some of the movies things got wild but like i need it give me give me give me more yeah. give me another shit well, to you know, connect you know yeah. you know what the thing you know what the thing is though i'm a masochist in, in, no in in all of the mcu projects even in agents of shield 
I can believe that somewhere in that world, a millionaire made a fucking armor suit that comes to him through his mind and shoots fucking lights. That there's a that there's a fucking country that's in under invisible cloak that has vibranium. Like I can believe that aliens exist and gods exist and all the other shit. But not one, not one fucking centimeter of the Batman movie made me believe that someone that actually had supernatural powers and can fucking fly lives in that universe. Because they try to make it more grounded. That's the funny part. And you kind of like there is supernatural elements to Batman. Roz, the Lazarus pit. I mean, man bat is like a thing, you know, there, there is a lot of supernatural. There's witches like it's there. But like, yeah, they we're going for a more grounded. Like, I'm telling you, I really enjoyed that movie. You are right, though, Toe. Second and third watch, I, I'm I'm out after like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, third act of that movie just does not need to be here. But, yo, the first 15 minutes with him just like in the, in the, in the crime scene, I do enjoy that. But, like, the wingsuit, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Like, let him just, you know, <laughs> just see. my man got the cape for a reason to let him do that. But it was a more, what I'm trying to say, it was a more grounded Batman. Like, like Solomon Grundy cannot show up here. Yeah. Like, you know, like if like Croc. But Solomon Grundy can. I'm, you know, the more mystical things I'm saying. He's no, more like. See, this is, see, this is the thing. This is what I was talking about last week where I'm like, I'm jaded and I'm done. Because you just said Solomon Grundy can't show up in the Batman. And I automatically thought of a way he could. I meant based on like what Toe was trying to say with this more yeah. realistic world. No, no. That's what but, but what I'm saying is, even with the more realistic tone, I thought of a way, like my mom was racing, like, all right, I, I could piece together a way to make it, put it in there and legit. Sure. But we're not going to get that. Although, because... We, we're not going to get you, that because the nobody wants to do anything interesting with the you, shit. No, you know why we can't get Solomon Grundy in the Batman? Why not? Because the Penguin didn't have a top hat or the eyeglass. He was a mobster. He was a mobster that people called him the Penguin. The Riddler. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Though. No, no, but okay look, the Riddler didn't have a green suit and actually, you know, fucking try to outsmart people and. He seemed like he was on the spectrum. He was fucking screaming and all that. The Joker just seemed like some dude that got deformed by some shit. Like doesn't need to be like no, a zombie or something. No, either, no, but you know? but the thing is this: Solomon Grundy, the name can be in there, and a loose interpretation because that's what the joke that's what the penguin was that's what the riddler was and that's what that little bullshit scene with the joker was loose interpretations Joaquin Phoenix's joker loose interpretation of the fucking joker Jack Nicholson's joker and fucking um uh Heath Heath Ledger's joker almost on point of what the joker's one of the the the, the things that the joker was this batman that was a that was a detective batman but it still wasn't Batman. You know what I'm saying? Because because even though Batman is a detective, he's also a planner. He doesn't just 
run up into a building and start doing shit? Because remember what we said, if you gave him six months to plan shit, he could beat yeah. anybody. When did he start thinking about how am I going to stop the Riddler? Never. He just went on the ride with him. Where is his gadget? It's funny because he really didn't stop yeah. him. He just like yeah. ran in there like yeah. blind as fuck. But I mean, this is and year he this is year two Batman. But though, he so. didn't know he didn't know what the the carpet shit was. He needed the the, the police officer to do the shit. He didn't have nothing as, analyzing the fucking thing. He had these bullshit ass um, fucking. So you you're not gonna let the carpet yeah. thing go. That no, looked like no, but, any, like any type of tool, bro. No, no, like, I I get it. But I'm saying like he had the bullshit fucking lenses. Uh, the 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 contact lenses as mm-hmm. as the cameras, and then he had the this bullshit that primitive technology. Like it was here too. Like you're in a garage, and the the Wayne Mansion is a fucking is a is a goddamn apartment building in a skyscraper. Like all right, this is a loose interpretation of what we see as Batman in a very closed city. Because if it's supposed to be New York, New York is small, but it's huge. You know what I'm saying? And this is a very closed city. With a psychopath, and the cops are literally like, we don't want to do shit. And then Falcone is a mobster that doesn't know how to mob. And Catwoman is a cat burglar that stole one thing. And I don't understand how your best friend, who I was assuming was your lover, gets kidnapped, and you got time to stop for milk. It was probably in the. It was probably in the fridge already, bro. No, no, but I'm saying they they went into the house and she sees the tussle. Ah, it's always this messy, I guess. So I like, told, okay, I, okay, I guess okay, they okay. Big style, and she just chilling with Batman, drinking the milk. Well, okay, my friend, so my it, friend's about to die. Fuck it, I need a if drink. It, if it was whiskey, would it be would it be better? No, because there was there was no sense of urgency. She didn't give a shit about her friend until she found her friend in the fucking body bag. She was crying. She was like worried about her. She was worried. Like, I mean, Batman's in your crib. Come on, you was willing. Batman's in your house. Like, you, 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 you're setting up the plan to go and find her. Come on, you willing to kill your father for this shit, bitch? But you're not willing to look for her. But they went to look for her. So I'm saying, I don't had her cup of milk. I think the problem here is the milk. That's what I'm saying. If it would have been a shot of whiskey, dude, I think everything is Any, fine. Because no, even would've... I found I found the milk weird too. It was like I get it. She's Catwoman, yeah. but like yeah, but... Batman is there. Batman is questioning yeah. her, and like they need to talk about what they're gonna do. Yeah. See, but uh, so what? What I'm getting at is with the Riddler and the Joker. I get that. And, I, I, yeah, I do get there's, you. There's no, you. there's no fanatical. Is that is that a word? No. So there's no fantasy there. There's nothing that that people can go. That's that's out of this world. But I can yeah. see that. You they know, made like, it a more grounded Batman, because, like more grounded than Nolan, yeah, which is weird. Because because you really made a serial killer and turned him into the Riddler, where that's not really what the fuck he is. And he it's like more you, jigsaw. No, it's but you know, what I'm saying? way yeah. more jigsaw. And I'm like, I'm like, yo. It, if you stick to the to the comic and you give us like Harley Quinn seems like the closest you're gonna get to a fucking DC to a com to a cartoon character in the movies. Yeah. But because she is who she is, you can see her walking around with a fucking shark that knows English. With a douchebag that has a fucking uh, uh, metal helmet and a fucking and 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 a dude that can't miss. 
a fucking shot and a Joker that just runs around <laughs> laying on floors with knives that are strategically placed around him, which I don't know how that happened. You know what I'm saying? But I, I can hear you. see I anybody coming up to Harley Quinn is talking some shit. I can't see Superman going up to this Batman. This Batman looked like if they said we don't have the rights to Batman, but we want to make a Batman movie. So I mean, I don't think yeah I don't think they'll connect him at all though. Let's man bring back Ben Affleck. He is he's he's in Aquaman too. Oh, so that's confirmed that like he's coming. Like, is he gonna yeah. have his own Batman movies though? I don't I don't know if he's gonna have his own movies, but Jason Momoa confirmed he's in Aquaman too. That's what I need. I need him back making his own flicks. Yeah. I just want to say real quick. I can see this Batman in a movie with Solomon Grundy with the whole time since he's a detective is trying to figure out, is this man myth or is this man a lie? And we're getting told information that seems mythical. Seems like the Solomon Grundy we know. He then shows us evidence of why what we saw wasn't what actually happened. And that's how you bring Solomon Grundy in. You give us you give us all the things we want. And then we see how smart Batman is and actually detect and oh well let's debunk all these. But leave a few in there that he can't debunk. So we still have so it's not a total fucking he's not whatever. There's still a question about it. But for the most part, we're like, all right, we're on board with it. But maybe that's how you fucking do it. What does that remind me of? Where it's like there's some kind of like mystical element, but not really. I forget what I'm thinking. That's probably every story has already been told. So that's probably. No, there's something specific that. no, No, no. There's something specific that I was thinking about, but. I kind of get, I get, I get what you're saying. I also get what Toe's saying. It's like the Superman, the DCEU, and what Batman got going on is very different. But like, no one needs. I guess, I guess we don't need that to connect. But like, but now, even, 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 um, the Gotham series, which I get it, I get it. The first two seasons were actually decent, but like the Riddler there didn't have a question mark. But he wore like green suits with a nice little green hat. It was subtle, but like you know, this whole now, garbage mask look was kind of weird. Yeah. Here's my question to you guys: Because you're like, oh, this Superman does, uh, this Batman doesn't tie in, blah blah blah. This is year two, yeah. Batman that we saw. Mm-hmm. What if going forward, we meet up with a with a Batman we still get Superman in there. already knows. Whoa. And we're sitting here like, oh, there's shit we missed in between. And then we got to connect the dots of what the fuck may or may not have happened. But they know I'm, each other already. I'm with that. You're, you're, you're respecting the viewer at that point. To get you figure yeah. it out. We're not going to lay it down here. That's actually kind of interesting. <laughs> at this point, it would be hard pressed for them to not at least know of each other. Well, that's what I'm saying. In the in the movie, they we're not looking at year three Batman. This motherfucker's already been doing it for a while. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not worried about him being a twenty-one. So he's thirty-something. I don't want brand new fucking. I don't want Superman and Batman and all these people to figure it out. They're already there. Like Iron Man figured it out by two. When they fought in in, in the first Avengers movie, they were already heroes. They didn't need to be fucking. Well, I don't know what I get. No, they're there, kicking ass, taking names, and that's what we want. That's it. Like Cap said, I don't need another Superman trying to figure out if he's a hero or not. That's why I, I want. I just want Superman. I just yes. want Superman. Like, yes, he knows Batman. He, he like just give me Superman. I don't need so, anything else. This begs the question, though. Since we have a new ownership of Warner Brothers, we have a new person in charge of the movies. Yeah, we have new characters. Do we just pick up and the new the next Justice League? Is it just a continuation of yeah. the Justice League movie? Yeah. No, because they've they've also said that the that unfortunately the Snyderverse is not canon. But do we pick up from that, or do we pick up with a brand new Justice League? Because it's gonna get confusing. Give me the brand new Justice League where they're just they just yeah. I don't need anything explained. Just bro, you can open up a brand new Justice League with just all of them sitting around and just and just everything is fine. Like I would be okay with like, oh, cool. They all just know each other. Perfect. Let's move on. I'm okay with that. The only way I'd be okay with that. It might be jarring though. It it might be. The, the only way it'll be okay, I'd be all right with that. Is if the first 50 minutes we're establishing that a new character is about to join, like Shazam is about to join the Justice League. And then he gets us a small talk or two of, hey, we've already known each other. We've already been through some shit. This is Justice League, you know, and then we kick off. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm so good with that. Because again, like- that's the fucking plot of one of the fucking animated cartoons. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, that's the one where um they all find out like he's a kid, but like Batman knew yeah. the whole time. Those those cartoons are so good. I just there's just so many different variations of them. It's hard to keep up. But um, yeah, and 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 back to like how like Henry could do this for everyone because he is Superman. Everybody should just know that. So we're going to move on to a new phase. Maybe that's something that Henry could do, like wipe everything clean, but keep it similar to what we know. Like, bro, just throw Henry in there, throw Batman in there. Everything is peachy keen. They know each other. And let's just keep going forward. I'm okay with this. Now, there's one. I'm I'm on board with 90% of what you said, this one per, this 10% fill, fill in the gaps, said, fill in the gaps, please. Well, the the 10% gaps. of what you said that I'm not okay with is the whole, keep what we know. You gotta have the, the flash movies gotta fucking rewrite. Well, that's what, well, well, that's what I'm saying. Let's move on to something new with these people that we know, Superman, uh, uh Batman, yeah. Wonder Woman. Like, yeah, that my bad. My bad for not being clear about that. But yeah, no, like it made it made it seem like let's keep you have to get I'm sorry, you have to get rid of the Snyderverse. We got yes. people in charge now. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're let's right. fucking let's move on from it. It wasn't it wasn't going to work. The only reason the Snyderverse cut is a fucking thing is because again, he had a tragedy and he had to leave. 
And then what we got wasn't much better. But cut that four-hour movie. Show me where you cut that four-hour movie down. Yeah. And you get something that's better than what the fuck we got. Because that four-hour movie is barely better than what the fuck we got. Yeah. So show me where you cut it down and next Zack Snyder's original fucking vision. And where the fuck was it going that it was better? It was going to be this. Like I said it before, it was going to be the same shit we got already. And while we're here, Wonder Woman 1984, we could just retcon the fuck out of that. Yeah, that didn't happen. We we could do we could do like a like a yeah we could do a a, a Mandarin style retcon to that. Yo. Just that shit never happened. That one, she wakes up and she's like, "I had the weirdest dream." Yo, no I more dreams, want, no more dreams. This out. is why we're here in the first place. Well, no, that's a wish. Oh, they, wait, wish. There you, there, wait, wait, there you go, Cap. You do that movie where where uh, Superman's in, in uh, incapacitated with Batman and and um, Wonder Woman, and this the Batman and that <laughs> night and Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was their dreams, and now we see Superman's dream. <laughs> got it. There you go, Yo, baby. Got it. That's how we erase those motherfuckers from the nineteen eighty four was so word. I, I had a dream that you came on the fucking show, show. I just want to point out something because I I have to say it every time you bring up anybody brings up eighty four I have to say it. This was a wish. It was a wish. You can I can give you anything you wish for. Why the writers didn't just go? She wished for Trevor to show up. Who the fuck wishes for Trevor to show up in a different body that only she could see? So okay, wait, wait, <laughs> wait. I don't think so because she we never heard the wish. We got the iteration of the wish, and the whole thing was like, "Be careful what you wish for." But I'm not saying it wasn't weird. Be careful. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. Could have been, Diana. Who are you talking to? There's nobody there. She sees Trevor. Yeah. We see Trevor. They don't see Trevor. It didn't have to like. Again, or just bring his ass back. You want to know why they did it, though, Kat? <laughs> the only reason they did it that way is so she could physically sleep with him. I'm convinced. It's, so, so, it's just, a just, fucking just, wish. Bring him back corporeally. Make yeah. him a fucking body. What? Why the writer specifically chose that? It's option? so weird. It's, it's so baffling. Weird. It's so weird. If you want the motherfucker in the movie, just put the motherfucker in the movie. It's so weird. Like, they go my man was way. like, like, like he like that dude's family is like worried for a good like week of them like good like it's so weird it's so Dude, weird I remember watching that remember watching that shit like I was I was watching it with somebody and I'm like yo like what is what is happening with the like is is that another person or is like she just like imagining him I'm like what like I remember saying like Yo, why why is she why are they just in their house? Why are they just in that dude's house? I was so confused, bro. Dude, so confused. When they, when they showed him in the mirror and it wasn't Trevor, I was like, what the fuck are we doing? Dude, I'm I'm telling you, you just put you want him in a movie, just put him in a fucking movie. Yeah, and don't, I didn't... Don't, don't be careful what you wish you for. Could have just been. He's not the actual fucking thing you want because guess what? 
the whole purpose of that is he's not the actual fucking thing you want. I thought that's what it was gonna be that. Like, you know, you know I thought, what it, you I know thought what he was gonna come back like wrong or something, like you know, like if that was the the like spin you wanted to put on this wish, fine, but like him inhabiting another body. You know, you know what it should have been. What it should have been was a setup for the entire world making wishes. This dude's taking advantage of it, but Tigra, right? That's that's her name, Tiger, Cheetah. Cheetah. Whatever the fuck her name is, she makes a wish that she wants to be better than than uh, Wonder Woman. So be careful what you wish for. Cheetahs are the only thing that's better than Wonder Woman. And <laughs> and now she has to fight a cheetah, and and the wish is in a little bubble because this is where we would go. How come Superman's not stopping this motherfucker when the world is in danger? Or or any other fucking hero that was out there when that when that time happened, but but hit, hit me out, hit me out. And her thing would have been, I wish for this motherfucker to come back. And that motherfucker started turning into a manipulative dude, manipulative dude that makes her stop being super, uh, Wonder Woman and a hero. And she's seeing that whole weight. I want him. He's here, but it's taking me away from my true purpose and I'm seeing all these people get hurt and I can actually stop it. And then now it's like, this isn't the guy I wanted. This isn't really him. This is just an incarnation. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, be careful what you wish for because we can't give you the dead guy back. We can give you what he looked like and, and what you know, what you really want deep down inside not to be Wonder Woman and just live with him. And it's like, well, I would have been okay with no wish. I would have been also, but then you can't prove to me that, a cheat is better than a wonder. <laughs> a cheat is better than a wonder. <laughs> like, <laughs> wishes, spells, just make things. And I'm not talking about, like, regular cast of a spell or, like, you know, you th- I'm talking about, like, No Way Home type of spell. Yeah. Which they just they described it and it's still weird. Anyways, back to Superman. We, we veered off. I am... No, Very, we, yeah. we didn't veer off. We did it, but you know what I mean. No, you know why I say we didn't veer off? Because there was a question: Does soup or did Black Adam make shit better? Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's too it's, it's too early to tell. Because I'm gonna even go with them. because go with even them. if we're gonna pick apart these movies for the stupid shit, we could pick apart Black Adam. It sure wasn't can. a perfect movie. It was not for the DCEU. It was a good movie. For movies in general or comic book movies, that's nowhere near on the top of the list. I wanted to see more like, you know, uh, Justice League Society stuff. Because, because, like, why, well, like, why are Hawkman and Dr. Fate so cool? I would have loved he, to see more of that. I would have loved to see that also, but here goes my thing, uh, Cabs. You can't leave your country or else I'll call in a favor. Bitch, you should have called Superman from the beginning. If you knew how powerful this motherfucker was, and you and that's your trump card, you should have been like, "Yo, soups, there's a fucking god in Egypt that's about to destroy the planet." They tried not to don't use wor- the big don't, guns. Don't worry, soups. I'm gonna send a hawk over there. They a tried hawk, not a dude who who a a giant and a girl with colorful wind. Don't worry, soups. I got this. I could have I I could have played Adam. I think I think I could have played Adam. Smash you could have, yeah, I you could have. 
I think yeah. I could have done it. Like yeah. my, I, I could have grown out some hair. Like my build would have been good for that role. It would have just. I could have gone back to acting for like a year. And I could have crushed that role. Word. I think so. But Yo, like, you would have been right a lot now, smoother than his ass. I tell you right now, Lay is Hawkman. Yeah. From from now from this point until forever, I will never see Hawkman and not go. That's Lay. The minute yeah. like you and me, you and me, I was like, yo, yeah. if Lay's anybody, that's it. I would love to see more of their relationship. So the, that's my thing. That's yeah. the thing about Black Adam. Black Adam started and didn't take its foot off the gas. It's literally a Fast and the Furious movie with superheroes. It didn't stop. And it's like me personally, I'm okay with some stopping for story building. I'm like, why did we choose these two to just this was like the first big assignment on the justice on the justice uh society. Like, did we work up to that? Like, was there like yeah. testing involved? Like, did we do some <laughs> training? We just were they the only two available? What yeah. happened? I would like to know. Maybe I don't know enough, but I they really won. wanted to see more. God. Yeah, <laughs> I felt they had a, like a genuine relationship, like Doctor Fate and Hawkman. Like yes. they were buds. They were buds. I would have liked to know why. See, that's your problem. My problem is, you made the Justice Society look like the only fucking idiots. It was so whatever. This gang came in here and terrorized and took a hold and took hostage a fucking country, and you did nothing. This motherfucker shows up, is stopping them, and you got to come in and go, no, no, no. You can't touch the bad guys. We don't kill people. What? Fuck killing people. You can't touch the bad guy. Get rid of the fucking bad guys, bro. Yeah, yeah it was You weird. came in here to stop him because, oh, he's the guy who's going to tear this apart. Okay. You showed up. What the fuck did he do the entire movie? Got rid of the people that were occupying his country. How was that? So he was killing them. Do you think they didn't do fucking worse to the people there? Yeah. Why are you so adamant? You are so adamant in saving the lives of horrible human beings that are holding other human beings hostage in their own country. What? That's political interest. It's always political interest. It's dumb. That's why. That's why I say if. That's why I would always be Marvel over anything. Because Cap well, we'll, showed we'll, up. We'll see after this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least no. I'm see you. At least I'm see you, I mean. At least I'm see you. At least yeah. I'm see you. Cap would have showed up and went, hey, we dropped the ball here. Let's get rid of these motherfuckers. And he's then I'm right. okay with you. Yeah, he's right. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take care of these guys. Yeah, that, yeah. Which, oh man. So I, I have definitely have fun with it. I just have so much questions. Like it was just a, it was just an action-packed ride, and I'm, I'm like, that's not cool for me. I'm not gonna lie. I knew going in that he wasn't even gonna make a fucking attempt with the goddamn accent. Yeah. But what what threw me, and I even said it to Toe during the movie, the motherfucker's been asleep for five thousand years. He just 
This kid came in speaking English, talking about English, Americanized Western I the, things. I said the same. And you thing. knew the language, you knew the meaning, you the slang. The, what? Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck? You were literally asleep. Yeah. You caught a rocket, you blew up, they brought you here. At no point did you learn anything. And I know it's not like, yeah. like Lilu Dallas who hit the, 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 the computer right quick and just picked yeah. up on certain things. And, and for anybody watching, one of the things about any Shazam is they always have wisdom. Right? But again, the wisdom has to come from somewhere. Nobody just wakes up and go, ah, I got it. He still would have had to have processed. He didn't process anything. He instantly knew. Yeah. That and I did. I did think about that. Like, yo, so Buddy's just been asleep for this long, and he's just like picking up right where he left off. Like, just and like clearly that that kid is young, and he has like influence to other things like internet and all of that shit. Like, this guy just he just just caught it. He uh, what should have happened is. Fuck the accent. He should have got up and only spoke. I don't know if that even is Egyptian, but whatever language that was, he should have only spoke that language until the kid said something. And then you see you see him processing and go, okay, we don't speak the same language. Use that wisdom. The mom comes in and says something and he goes, all right, chill. I got it from here. I got it now. Awesome. Chill, 13th chill, warrior chill, shit. Chill out, dickhead. Yeah. Hasta la vista, baby. You remember yo. the 13th Warrior Cabs with Antonio Banderas? Mm, yo, it's been a while. So that in that movie, good. the premise of it, basically they picked 13 warriors to go fight a, a demon or, or the, the clan or whatever the fuck. That's not important. Antonio Banderas was a Middle Eastern guy that was out of place, but they picked him to go because he, he was important for some reason. And he couldn't understand anybody. But they showed throughout the journey that he's watching people speak and learning. And, and throughout the movie, it goes from their native tongue to English. And you see Antonio Banderas learned their language and is able to speak to them. And we are him now. So that's why everything's in English. We can understand what the fuck they're saying. Yeah. And like, I think that would have been a, that would that's a dope concept to bring back, especially for like a Black Adam. Because the the one thing that movies cannot do now is make the best out of the, their one hour, one and a half hour, two hour time period. Because back in the day, you can have a fucking two hour movie that felt like it went four hours and explained everything. One thirty, you know, yeah, and it, it explained everything, and we had connection with these things, and we saw the growth. Now it's like fight and boom. I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm telling you, like, I'm okay just slowing down and, like, yeah. enjoying the characters. That's just me, though. Some people like that John Wick-style movie that just starts and goes. And Yo. it's just bodies everywhere. See that? That's a prequel short to the video game Marvel Midnight Suns. It's eight minutes long. As Toe was saying, with the economy of time and storytelling, in eight minutes, I, I, everybody go f find it on YouTube. Yes. Look at the amount of story they tell in eight minutes. And then tell me it takes fucking three hours to tell your story. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> good, good, yeah. good writing, good writing. Yeah. And I, I don't like those type of games, but 
I'm gonna get it for the culture for sure. You know what would have been dope? Just want to play if, with Blade. If the movie, like the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, was him back in Egypt being a slave, and you see him trying, like the son trying to, you know, build a revolution or some shit like that, and then they're getting beat, and the father's like, "Yo, you gotta stop, you gotta stop," and he's trying to protect the son. He's trying to protect the son, and the son just wants to revolt. And then finally, they're like, yo, fuck this. We're going to kill this nigga. And they go to kill, publicly kill the son to show, you don't, you don't fucking turn your back on us. And the father goes to stop him, and they make him go to kill, they make him watch as they go to kill the fucking son. And then they, they give him the powers to exam, or, or he, they kill the fucking son. And The Rock got the powers of Shazam. Because now it's like we got ourselves a champion. Like we, they did you wrong. Go do your thing. Oh, and he yeah. goes out of control. Yo, I I can piggyback off of what you just said because I like what you just said. When they go to kill the son, he breaks free in that moment where they're like, "Oh, the son disappeared." Yeah, that's the moment he covered his son. He disappears. They kill the son. They, yep. They're like, well, you're the fucking champion. When he comes back, the son's already dead. That's what sends him off the fucking yep. end. That's action that I'm down to see. That's yeah, because, action with a purpose. That's action with, yeah. a, with story because, tied to it. Because we get connected to the son. And we yeah. and we fucking we're like, yo, I want this son to succeed. And 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 we're behind him. And the son dies, and we're like, nah, kill these niggas. Kill all these motherfuckers. And then like what Leon says here. You know, and then when the when the wizards have to stop him, they, they're like, all right, we stop him because he went out of control. And his he just overstepped his his justifications. Yo, and then when he comes back, when he comes back and he's still going full force and doing all this shit, then it makes sense for the Justice League to be like, hey, your fight is over. Yeah. You won. You and, don't need to do that. And and he, I honestly think he should have never gave a shit about the kid. But seeing the mother fight so hard for the kid reminds him of what he was doing before he turned into into the Black Adam. You know what I'm saying? Because then it's like, yo, I was fighting for my son also, but I wasn't able to to fucking save him because of these fucking wizards. But I can save your son, and that's where that whole anti-hero hero shit comes in. Because he's like, yo, I honestly don't give a shit about none of you motherfuckers. I lost my kid. He really doesn't. But I can save this one. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, I'm not a good guy. But I can do good things. I can do this one good thing. Even even when he broke the throne, he's like, yo, I get that this is what you guys want from me. And I'm going to work on it. But like, this still is not me, though. Like, Yo, just get rid of this. I, that, I, I, I hear you, man. Then you do something that really will shock and awe people. You have the kid mention, oh, you look like that dude over there, but only he wears red. Yeah. And you, you show him a picture, and you see those sons of bitches try to take this from me, but they gave it to somebody else. And that starts the wheels turning of now I got to go fucking deal with this dude. And this is where Walla would come in. Because Walla knew that. That there was another Walla, one. 
that that Shazam is the same shit as him mm-hmm. or similar. Yeah, but we can control Shazam. We can't control this guy. Yeah. And that's where Superman comes and goes, we need to talk. Yo, and that it would make sense why she would send Superman because she it. knows Billy Batson's a fucking kid. Yes. yes. Ta da! James Gunn. If you, need, <laughs> if you need any help, let us know. It's it's funny too because it's like I know there's some people out there like watching this, like, oh, these guys don't know what they're talking about. And it's like, yeah, and we can still put the pieces together much better and more entertaining. We do it all the time. Like yes. I, we're not we're not asking. That's what I'm saying. When we do this, we're not reinventing the wheel here. We're just putting little tidbits. Like we're filling in questions that we asked ourselves. Clearly, someone in this process didn't ask these questions. We are always asking ourselves these questions. How does this connect to that? Why was this person over there? Where have you been this whole time? It's like they just don't answer it. They just yep. like, fuck it. We're just going to keep moving. And it's like, damn, like shit, bad shit happens when, when that happens. Yeah. Like, fill it. Don't, don't skip out filling in those gaps. Those little tidbits is what I yearn for. Now, granted, don't listen to me alone, but just like, just putting detail on something minute is good to me. It it just it makes everything. It makes that little detail. That little detail could ripple effect the whole movie. And there's just little bullshit that if you just answered, like multiverse of madness. Why are there just machines? in this universe that just know your past. Why? Yeah. Give me give me something in there. Give me something. Like little shit like that. It's like damn. That's all I I rather you bro strip away 15 minutes of extra action and just Yo. fill in the gaps. Now, how you just said something that sparked something in me. How powerful would it have been? Had they walked up and like, oh, this is a memory thing. Come view your memories. And Doctor Strange says the same shit. Like, no, why the fuck would I ever do that? And then all of a sudden, America steps on it. No memory to be found. (laughs) She don't belong to there. And then Doctor Strange is like, what are you, what were you hoping to see? And then she tells us the emotional tale of what happened with her mom, and I swear to God, it has nothing to do with a fucking bumblebee. Yeah, and then and then and then Strange could have been, and then and then it's funny, like maybe Strange could have like done something, like maybe he does some kind of like spell, like I can try to look if you want me to see, or like, and maybe she goes, Well, you're from here, maybe we should just see your memory instead of him just like just standing there. But he was just standing there. Or or like, or one of those things where it's like she steps on it, and she there's no memory to be found. And Doctor Strange goes, "Well, we're not from this universe." And he steps on it like a, like to go see. It's not gonna show, and then boom, and it, showed, it shows a memory from the other Strange. Yes. Now we're fucking talking. It yes. shows it shows what happened between the other Strange. How that Strange fucked up that how shit with fucked up scene. everything else, and, and he looks. He gets the whole thing. Oh, I fucked this up no matter what where I am. Yeah. And yeah. then it'll be like, and then it'll be like, hey man, if anyone's gonna help us, 
is this guy. We got to find this guy. And then we could have gone, uh, done the Illuminati show. Yo, by the way, that right there, 18sex.xyz, that's a good sign. That means we're in the algorithm somewhere and them fucking bots found us. That's actually, it's a good sign. It's not the worst <laughs> sign. They they, the Nebuchadnezzar hit the thing. We're in the algorithm. When those people show up, when that kind of shit shows up, we're in the algorithm, bro. Word. So, not yet. Closing statements, like, I'm, I'm excited. Like, let's see what Henry could bring. Let's see what James Gunn could bring. Let's just, you know, let's wrap it up. Let's see the flash yeah. and move on. Let, 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 let's, instead of a closing statement, let's give a plea to the okay. DCU, to, to James Gunn on what, how you want the, the DCU to, to move in his, like, what changes you want? That's going to be difficult since I just told them to stop listening to us. No, no, no. Yeah. But, the, but here's a, that could be the plea. Like, I'll start. Like, uh, like here you go. We got six minutes. I'll do this quick. Something brief. My whole... Oh, go, go first. I'll go after. All right. All right. DC Universe. Here's my plea. Stop taking so many liberties with so many characters. And then right after that, do something straight out of the comic have one direction with your movies because it, like I said the Batman was so far out of the reach of the comics but then we see the super the suicide squad where John Cena is actually looking like the fucking dude we actually have a shark walking the streets you know we have all these other characters and a fucking weasel in 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 the shit you know what I'm saying <laughs> like Choose a tone or choose a direction you want to go and go in that direction with everybody. It doesn't have to be the same movie for different characters, but at least make the world believable that every one of these people can exist in it. That's all I'm asking for. And take your time. Take the the same way we didn't add any extra time to these fucking to, to Black Adam, but we made his character and his son more dynamic. Take a second thought. Before you just here goes the script and then now let's start filming. You didn't even read it. Yeah, there you go. What I my plea is kind of too late for it to be a plea, but let's see if I can make some sense of it. DCEU, I know this is the goal, and it looks like you're gearing up to do exactly this, but just don't try to be Marvel. It's never worked for you guys. And now more than ever, how Marvel is just like in a lull period, this ain't the time. Give give all of these characters time to flesh out their stories after Flashpoint. Literally, New 52, this whole thing. Flashpoint. Just, just turn everything. Yeah, just New 52 everything and just take it from there. Just let's start fresh. Give all of these times some. Give these guys some time to build up some stuff. If we're gonna wreck on the whole thing, let's wreck on the whole thing. But don't wreck out the whole thing and then just take it as a second attempt to try and do what Marvel did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't do that. You 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 can have your multiverse and eat it too. That's fine. But bro, just give everybody a chance. Let's see everyone have an individual movie. 
before we see another team up again. Oh, but Cavs, that'll take too long. That is exactly the problem with the MCU right now. They're just churning out. The quantity is not the, the quality is not the forefront right now. It's quantity. So just take your time. If it takes you, let's see, Batman, a Flash, uh, a, a Wonder Woman, a Superman, and, a, and an Aquaman. And a Green you Lantern. Do, you, and a Green Lantern, okay? You could do two every year. And then on the fourth year, maybe four and a half, you do a team-up. I think everyone will be fine with that. I, I, there's no rush. We don't need to rush Justice League again. That's it. Uh, my plea is, <clears throat> Mr. Gunn, don't listen to us. Yes. Don't listen to the, don't listen to the sensational side of fandom. That are only gonna react to the dumbest things or want the dumbest things. Do the movies you want, but if you're gonna do that. Spread your wings further than what you've had. Come up with something interesting and don't fall back on shit you've already done. The Suicide Squad is probably one of my favorite DCEU movies. But it is Guardians of the Galaxy, just not in space. Yeah. You you can do more than that. You can do better than that. Stretch yourself, find the interesting, find the interesting within the weird and wacky and meld the shit together and you're going to be fine. I like it. There you go. And almost on exactly 12 o'clock on the nose, we are done with this subject until next week. (laughs) <laughs> and the next 17 episodes will be all Marvel. That's right. <laughs> we gave a lot yeah. of DC here. <laughs> yeah, and, and the next week's the next week's title will be <laughs> Knucklehead Comics episode, uh, issue 65, G-Hulk and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> People are still talking about She-Hulk, son. It's crazy. Yeah. We didn't bring it up. No. We, didn't, you, I, we, didn't yeah. we did great, man. We did great yeah. not bringing it up. Yes. Are you, yo, Cabs, are you going to watch Black... Uh, Black Panther this weekend on Sunday, yeah. So we uh, on Sunday we're gonna watch it also. Tuesday, so, no Tuesday is full on, like drop the alarms. It's gonna be like full on Wakanda forever. Spoiler warning: We're gonna laugh, we're gonna cry, we're gonna I got do my it all. Vibranium back scratcher. It's funny because it looks it looks Wakanda. like a paw. It looks like a yeah. paw, which is it, great. It's a bear paw, but yeah. yeah. It's it's straight vibranium. Nobody paid. Nobody has more of this shit than me. I'm the biggest collector. <laughs> where you? Where you? Uh, where you guys gonna go watch it? Uh, Bay Plaza, eight thirty okay. in the morning. Ooh, beautiful. That's so good. Eight thirty in the morning. You guys don't I drink can't... coffee, right? No. Uh, so only when, uh, only when, I'm at somebody's house, and they offer it to me, and I gotta drive home at night. Like I, that, yeah, to stay up. Yeah, got you. You guys don't do oh yeah, cause you know I I need that coffee in the morning for an eight thirty yeah. movie. That's so good, well, man. That's so early. Yeah, we, they don't do wait. that shit here. The earliest yeah. here we get is like ten. 
I can't wait to go into the because I heard this movie's long, so I can't wait to go into the movie theater at eight thirty in the morning and come out at nine fifteen at night. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna be careful with I'm not I, I'm not gonna get like a huge soda. I don't want to drink. I don't want to have to go to the bathroom. This movie. Oh, one of the reactions that I've seen already said, "Go in there dehydrated, because you don't want to just." In the most inopportune time, has to be like, oh, is, gotta is, go. Is that is that the new rock stars review? I saw they had it up. I didn't look at it. I don't want to see anything. No. The new rock stars has a review up. No, it, it's it's the channel. Of this uh, okay. It, somebody that that I'm starting to pay attention to because they're they're doing critical role content, and I'm nice. debating on whether or not I want to support or whatever. But nice, 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 nice. Yeah. So I saw the new rock stars already got the review up. That is a good sign that embargoes have been lifted. So embargoes have been lifted since last week for black people have been showing Black Panther off since last week. That's a good sign. Yeah. Where like you you're literally not nervous about what you got there. So again, it could be hubris. It could be hubris. Where it's like, oh, we know this is gonna do good because we're playing on all of your emotions for Chadwick Boseman. So yeah. I don't know, but I've been hearing Yo, some good things. I've been hearing this, good things. Real quick question before we go. Is this the Dark Knights? Is this MCU's Dark Knight? No. Where once Heath Ledger died, everybody was saying this is the oh, best movie Batman ever made. I'm, and on that note, and on that note, and on that note, no. Well, the what? Because the best, what do you mean? Because after Heath died, like people talked a lot of shit about um, the next Dark Knight movie. They said it was trash. No, no, no. I know, but Bane. I'm just saying. They're saying the Dark Knight was such a big hit because he died. Because he died. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, well, he like he died like during like it was After already wrapped was up. Like, yeah, yeah. It was already wrapped, but I don't think they had shown it yet. Whereas we've seen Chadwick in a bunch of things after Black Panther already, so that but does help. Here's the thing, though. It still was a good movie. Like, had he had not died, we still would have been like, "Yo, Heath Ledger's the Joker. That's it." Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we didn't, we didn't make him the Joker because he died. So Black Panther still has to be a good movie. Yeah. There's not a movie in the world that I will be like, give a pass to just because the actor passed and you paid homage to it. That's, That's yeah. you though. There's a lot of people that would do that though, which is where I think where the question was derived from. Cause yeah, there's yeah. stupid people to do that, but let's have a yep. good black Panther weekend. Everybody go watch your black Panther. Have a good time. Take the kids, take the wife, take the girl, take the brother, take the cousin, take, take everybody, the dog. But take the dog. But don't take your wife and your side girl at the same time. Don't do that. Unless they're Word. cool with that stuff. In Word. which case, congratulations. Unless Although, they're paying. That sounds like a headache. For real. And now we've and officially run over time. When we run over ready. time. Yep. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's your friendly neighborhood knucklehead signing out. Good night, Peace, everybody. everybody.